Recorded live. Hi, welcome to the Thursday Night's Triumph Over Targeting Podcast. I'm your moderator, Ella. Tonight we have another special guest. And I hope you guys uh, enjoy, uh, enjoy, enjoying. Sorry, hold on, I'm going to have to restart it. I'll just cut that part off. Welcome to the Thursday Night's Triumph Over Targeting Podcast. I'm your moderator, Ella. And tonight we have another special guest. If you are new to the call, please stay on and we will get you some additional support, some additional talk shoe podcast numbers, and some helpful links and websites. This is a solutions and educational-based podcast, and my goal is that everyone here will get something out of tonight. Um, the views and the opinions of my guests are not necessarily the views of my own, um, and I hope everyone leaves with a feeling of empowerment. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, or in need of any additional support, please don't hesitate to email me at tiangel2016 at gmail.com. So Ed, Ed Lazinski uh, is a private investigator for Special Solutions LTD of Chicago. He's worked on an, as an investigator for the International Atomic Energy Agency. He's well-versed in invisible things that can harm people. He was born and bred in Chicago, has pursued EH and harassment cases across 22 states for the last five years, currently an investigator in media and operations director for Special Solutions LTD and Total Security Group. So, Ed, thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate you coming on the call. Wow, I feel um, I feel like I can't live up to everything you just read, but thank you for having <laughs> me. Thank you. So, I guess one of the things I'd like to know, and I'm sure um, you know, other people would like to know, is there anything? Also, before I get into that, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, tell us a little bit more about your history, maybe how you got into being a private investigator. <laughs> well. Um... Well, how I got into it is a pretty funny story, actually. I had uh, I had been working uh, at uh, at another place uh, that uh, wasn't uh, wasn't exactly what I had uh, dreamed of, you know, when I first signed on. So I started looking in one ads, and uh, that's when I ran into uh, our chief investigator and our president of the company, uh, John Frysek. He had placed an ad on Craigslist, and um, it was a couple of days before I got to speak to him, you know, after leaving the initial message. But once I did, uh, we hit it off immediately. And uh, he realized very quickly that I did have um, more of a scientific background, I guess. You know, um, you know, the word I would use, I guess, is esoteric. Um, I had done quite a few things for a young guy, and um, he, uh, he gave me a shot. He gave me a shot. He uh, thought that I had what it took to uh, inquire you know, the way that he did, you know, in an objective fashion, uh, always trying to, you know, help people and solve the case and and get, you know, problems uh get problems solved for folks. Um uh, and uh and it was at that point, right around that time, um we started receiving a really large number of calls. And uh, to tell you the truth to the present day it's only increased. Uh regarding a lot of phenomena that many people regard as uh science fiction, I guess. Um, as I had mentioned in our initial uh, conversation, Ella, we, uh, you know, I mean, I grew up in a time without cell phones or Wi-Fi or laptops or any of these things. I mean, they were all science fiction when I was a kid. We saw them in movies, you know. So um, I had to be objective about it. And uh, there is a lot of science, uh, more than people would think, that does actually back up uh, some of the claims of a lot of these folks um, who are known as targeted individuals or uh, gang stalked or 
uh, one lady used the term gaslighted. <laughs> I don't know how much that actually applies, but, um, you know, far be it for me to criticize her vernacular. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, uh, a little more about me would be to sum up and say that, uh, I was taught by one of the best in business. Um, but I also have a more, uh, expansive scientific background than most average private investigators, I guess you would say. Okay, well, that that's really helpful in this situation especially. Because um, as you mentioned, you know, even 20 years ago, so much of this sounds like science fiction. And even when, it, when it, um, I discovered it, um, it, it just seemed like science fiction, like this couldn't be real. But then you do your research and you find out that it is very real. And that oh, yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I was a complete skeptic uh, when I, the first time I was told about it. I was a, I, the first time I encountered it, uh, this phenomenon. Uh, you know, any type of phenomena that was, you know, directly harming people was um, when I was about 19. To give you an idea, um, <laughs> I'll be 40 in June. So uh, it's been a while, you know what I mean, that I've been chasing these um, these phenomena anomalies. You know, I mean, I, I'm not really sure what word you would classify them as. Uh, even after all this time, every time I get answers, it always leads to more questions. Um I mean, like one example is, you know, I mean, you know, who is directing this experiment, beta test, whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, it's definitely one of those things because we're talking about a rather next generation technology here. I mean, this is something that's far beyond, you know, what we've been told our capabilities are. Right. So can you tell me a little about the first person who approached you and what they were claiming to be experiencing and and how you finally discovered that she might be telling the truth or it might be a possibility? Well, um, and, you know, initially, initially it took a little getting used to, obviously, um, you know, because some stories are, you know, rather out there to, to an objective ear, you know. I mean, uh, I mean, you're trying not to cast judgment right away about whether somebody is telling the truth or if they're, you know, uh, you know, feeding symptoms into something else they may be suffering. That does happen from time to time. But um, these days, it's extremely rare. Basically, um, I always had kept up a little bit with the science of these sorts of things, you know, uh, electromagnetic fields, uh, geomagnetic anomalies. That's a fun one. Uh, those occur in nature. They're awesome. Let me tell you about those in, in a moment. Um, also, to this this phenomenon that people describe as a uh, voice to skull, okay? Um, this essentially is, the best definition for it is someone who is hearing voices. Um, but it varies. It's, it's, it's interesting how much variety there is to this phenomenon. Uh, the closer that I got to look at it, the more people I spoke to. Um, because these were otherwise very cogent, very logical people who um, could carry on a conversation very well. And I got to tell you, I mean, I'm not a sensitive in any way. I don't think of myself as such, but I do have a pretty good intuition, a good gut feeling uh, about people, about situations. I always have. And maybe, you know, growing up here in the city is part of that. Maybe not. I'm not sure. But um, the one thing that I did know at the very beginning, the first person that approached me was that I knew that she was not lying uh, for a couple of reasons, because she had mentioned a couple of things initially that, um, that I had read about in the past, actually, um, in a couple of uh, scientific journals. Uh, sometimes you find them on college websites. Um, 
you know, you find papers uh, that physicists or electrical engineers or uh, communications experts are studying and they find these anomalous readings or anomalous frequencies or, um, you know, I mean, basically it told me that this woman, you know, if she was making it up, she had really done her research. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, this wasn't stuff that average lay people would really know about. So I listened to her story and I tried to take some time to hear what she had to say. And once I filtered it through some of my notes, some articles that I had saved over the years regarding this, um, I realized that, you know, as more and more calls came in, that uh, certain patterns were emerging, okay? Um, when someone is being electronically harassed or if they also happen to have, uh, you know, maybe an ultra-sensitivity to some of these anomalies, um, they can they can uh, develop some neuropathies. Uh, it does happen, and it's not their fault. It's not schizophrenia. Um, it's not a mental disease. But especially in the cases of microwave dispersions, uh, usually high-frequency ones, you do see a lot, of, um, a lot of effect on the frontal lobe of the brain. Um, in the years since, I have, uh, I have come across animals who were affected by it. I have even come across plants that were affected by certain anomalies. Uh, now, the biggest cause that I've come across uh, over the years, I mean, there's three main causes that I could isolate at this point. Uh, one is environmental, okay? And that is, uh, by environmental, I would define it as uh, something that occurs in nature. You know, it, it's, it's a natural state of being. It's not induced, it's not created, it just is. You know, it just, it's just there as much as a tree is there. Uh, these would include certain uh, certain electromagnetic fields, uh, you know, not the kind that are made off by power lines or whatnot, but rather uh, magnetic hotspots, I guess you would say, electromagnetic hotspots. Uh, some people equate this with the ley line theory, uh, you know, that there may be, you know, energy highways basically running across and through the surface of the Earth. Um, it's possible, maybe. You know, I mean, the whole universe runs on geomagnetics and geothermal activity. So I don't, you know what I mean? Who am I to say that, no, that couldn't be? I, you know, it's very possible it could be. Um, but these, these anomalies uh, basically occur in large numbers uh, in the U.S. Um, I've discovered some myself, uh, you know, actually been in them and experienced some strange phenomena for myself. Uh, you know, that I, I honestly have to say, uh, you know, was a surreal experience. Um, so, I mean, I guess you could say in that way, too, on several occasions, you know, probably about four or five at this point, um, I've been in situations where I did catch a glimpse, you know, just a small taste of what these people were experiencing. Um, to tell you the truth, it was kind of terrifying in some cases. Um, there have, you know, there are some places where the electromagnetic energy is anywhere from 3,000 to 30,000 times the normal rate of, of energy, you know, in the surrounding area. Uh, we actually located one of these not too far outside uh, Fresno, California, uh, another one uh, east of San Francisco, another one uh, west of Philadelphia. Uh, you know, I mean, and the funny thing is, and this is, uh, this is a fun, today's fun fact, boys and girls, is um, that you can actually go on the NASA website uh, using satellite imagery and geothermal lensing, uh, they have managed to map a map of, ge of geomagnetic anomalies all across the continental U.S. Uh, there's more than 20,000 major zones, which is which just I, I was absolutely staggered to 
to find out. Um, but these are natural ones, okay? The second uh, variety that I've come across uh, is what I would term industrial, okay? Uh, you know, be it for offices or uh, cell towers or whatever. Um, cell towers are notorious, especially for throwing off microwave radiation because uh, even though they transmit via carrier wave, basically, you know, I mean, basically it's a sound wave that is, you know, powering all of our cell phones. Uh, there are microwave transmissions embedded in them because they originate in satellites. You know, it is a satellite-beamed, you know, system, relay system. So, um, you know, I mean, it, I have to question why a microwave transmission would have to be embedded in a carrier wave. Uh, that was something that was pointed out to me by one of the researchers that I consulted about this a few years back. And uh, he was a very brilliant guy uh, at uh, who I think at the time was at the University of Pitt. I seem to have lost track of him since then, but um, he was uh, he was very very sharp guy, and he basically pointed out that the only reason anybody would do that is because a microwave transmission is so uh, is so fragile in a way. It's a very high speed transmission, but if you try to slow it down or shotgun it over a wider area, you know, to gain exposure from this transmission. Um, it's going to dissipate very, very quickly into static. So, you know, he was kind of alarmed by it because I've actually, you know, found evidence of this same transmission in five or six different places separated by thousands of miles. Um, so, I mean, something is something is being broadcast, you know. Something is, you know, definitely being sent down. We just don't know why it's affecting people in this way, you know. Uh, it could have been a due diligence problem. They might not have done proper research before they set up these big industrial Wi-Fi systems and whatnot. But I've come across medical people who are uh, absolutely adamant that that there is a certain portion of the U.S. population that does have an ultra-sensitivity to electromagnetism, to microwave transmissions, to uh, some of them to actual electri electricity itself. Um, it's, you know, basically... Uh, it's basically a quandary that a lot of people are still coming to terms with. You know, I mean, first, it's hard enough for a lot of people to wrap their head around the concept that this could actually be real, that this could actually be affecting people. And, I mean, you know, however you view yourself, irrational, open-minded, whatever, um, you know, I mean, science is hard to argue with. So once I started finding scientific evidence of it, uh, not only did it become easier to convince others, such as those in law enforcement, uh, from time to time, that it was actually real and to, you know, to give it an honest chance, you know, as far as evidence went. Um, because, honestly, I, there is there is such a large number of people now that seem to be affected by it. For an example, I'll give you just, just one. Um, two weeks ago, I received a call from a lady in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, you know, it was our morning, she stayed up to the middle of the night so that she could actually call in and speak to someone. And she told me the same, you know, basically chain of events that usually goes hand in hand with voice to skull phenomena. And uh, I found that to be almost inextricably linked so far to microwave transmission. Uh, almost every time the culprit is some kind of microwave interference or, or microwave influence, you know what I mean? Um, they may live within a couple miles of a cell tower. Um, I mean, we're still piecing together a lot of pieces of this, but I, I, I try to correspond as much as possible with medical professionals who have dealt with this, who have dealt with things like implants, 
uh, or uh, you know these these chips that supposedly are uh, bioetherically powered. You know, um, see that's an impressive feat in itself. I mean, bioetheric energy is incredible because we don't know what produces it. I mean, uh, you know, a human being is just meat, like every other animal on Earth. Uh, but we don't know how we're producing an electrical impulse. Uh, that's kind of uh, today's mystery. But um, this uh, this phenomena is definitely real, and it definitely affects a lot more people than uh, than anyone is talking about. Um, I will say this though: uh, it does seem that people and governments and people in power are starting to catch on. Last August, uh, there was a lady in France, uh, in southern France, somewhere near Nice, if I remember correctly. Um, she was actually able to go to court and prove that she needed to get um, work, workman's, workers' comp, uh, workers' comp insurance, uh, because the industrial Wi-Fi system that her company put in was making her ill. Uh, she claimed that she would get debilitating headaches, uh, get sick to her stomach, uh, get basically like cold and hot shivers, you know, and it affected her almost, uh, almost like an allergic reaction. That's the best way that she was able to describe it. You know, she said it was like I was allergic to something in there. And she would, you know, get away from the system and she'd be absolutely fine. Um, apparently, a jury agreed with her because she was able to convince the court and now it, it basically um, electromagnetic hypersensitivity is now grounds for workers' comp insurance in France. So there are starting to be, you know, very honest discussions about this with people at very high levels, believe it or not. And um, here in the States, there, there's probably more of an impetus to keep it as a fringe kind of phenomenon. And uh, the reason I say that is, well, I mean, think about workers' comp, uh, workers' comp insurance. You know, I mean, if they were to legitimize it as a legitimate disorder, a legitimate medical disorder, you know, something that was medically affecting people, um, then, then that would be quite a bit of money to pay out, I think, uh, to tell you the truth. I think there would be quite a bit of money to pay out, uh, maybe not even in the billions, maybe in the trillion, you know, because uh, it, let's say 5% of the U.S. population is affected by this. Well, what's 500, What's 5% of 400 million people? Uh, you know, that's at least 8 million by my count. I don't know if my math is off or not, but um, yeah, I mean, there there is an impetus to keep it on the fringe. Now that I have uh, exhausted everybody with my long-windedness, um, I uh, I hope somebody has some questions because I'd love to answer some. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you're not long-winded at all. Um, I think you were referring to people that can be electromagnetic sensitive because we have people, a few people, that come on and they're electromagnetic sensitive, and so that's their cause. And they're you know they're you know trying to work on the 5G issue, and there's just so many radio. Um, those are very tough. Uh, they, they, um, people who legitimately suffer from that, they have a very hard time uh, in their daily lives. I mean, I, I just want everyone to know that. You can, you can honestly hear it in their voice, um, you know, when they speak to you about it because they're being candid. You know, they're kind of opening up their soul a little bit. And, I mean, granted, I'm not a psychologist by any means, you know, but uh, I, do, I do try to, uh, to have some compassion for them because I can't really think of a place on Earth that you can get away from electromagnetism. Right, yeah. But then, as you know, too, a lot of targets 
um, we are sensitive. We become electromagnetic sensitive, but for different issues. I think it's something that happens to the body intentionally. I mean, I'm just, you know, speculating. Um, but no, it's I, possible. It's very a lot possible. of targets are, are extremely sensitive, whether they're being attacked or not. Um, right. I don't know if you if you have seen that or, or if you have called Oh, no, we've, we've seen some evidence that it can be induced. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Okay. And then I guess, um, let's see, I did have a couple of questions. So as far as if you were going to court or approaching the police, what is good evidence, in your opinion, um, that that would give some credibility and wouldn't put us in the category of crazy or paranoid or whatever it may be, you know, the common miscategorizations that occur with us? Okay. Uh, Well... That is that is a very good question. Um, okay, well, my number one piece of advice on that one is uh, remain calm and know your facts. Have actual searchable information that these police can look up and see for themselves. Uh, sometimes you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink, if you know what I mean. And... Uh, it can be hard to get past the skepticism of somebody who has to deal in very three-dimensional terms every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. I mean, they have, they have a hard job. And, um, you know, I mean, they run in, they kind of see humanity at their worst. So, uh, again, a lot of sympathy there because, uh, I mean, we get a certain degree of that too as private investigators. You kind of see people doing terrible things to each other. And, uh, you know, that can, that can, if you're not careful, it can jade you. So you have to you have to have uh, information that they can relate to. Okay, that's my real first piece of advice. Uh, information that's relatable, that's searchable. Uh, don't get emotional about it. I, no matter how aggravating it can be, and uh, believe me, from some of the stories that I that I hear on a daily basis, it sounds like it gets very aggravating indeed. Um, and always, always, no matter what, keep your composure. Keep your composure because people will listen to someone who's calm and knowledgeable. But if you start rattling off, you know, about Illuminati theories and things like that, automatically they're going to say, you know, this is probably schizophrenic. Let's take them over to, you know, to the hospital to get observation. Um, I'm not saying that that's always the knee-jerk reaction, but I've run into a lot of cases where that is, Exactly what people run into when they try to uh, when they try to you know bring it out, but they don't do it properly. You know, um, uh, a lot of clients I have actually made phone calls for on their behalf uh, at their request because I can perhaps explain it a little better, you know, to a law enforcement official than than some people can. And um, you know, I mean, as a as a PI, I mean, I'm not I'm not a police officer, but we do share in the law enforcement end of things with them, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of professional courtesy and crossing back and forth, you know, as far as uh, employment and stuff too. I mean, you know, half the half the guys that I've worked with over the years are, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're policemen, you know, and police women too. Um, so you do get... Um, you know, you are able to change their perspective. I mean, they're people. They're people. They're just people. People like us. You know, uh, but you know, they they just you know they they find it very hard to get theoretical 
about things. You know what I mean? That's the tough part. So you have to go calmly. You have to go cogently. And you have to approach them with, you know, actual facts. You know, explain to them what, what you're feeling and explain to them what you think is causing it, you know. Um, uh, the problem is, too, you know, we, I, I've heard people say that, you know, the problem today is that too many people know things, you know, know being in quotation marks. Um, that, perhaps that is true to a degree because uh, the minute everybody knows something, you know, uh, police officers, you know, they tend to get skeptical. And what you want to do is you want to avoid that skepti- that skepticism, that, you know, that knee-jerk reaction that says, you know, oh, this lady's crazy. Oh, this guy's crazy. You know, he needs mental help, you know. Um, I've had clients in the past whose families did not believe them. They locked them up in facilities, you know, for observation. You know, got put on all kinds of uh, mood enhancers or mood, you know, depressives or, you know, I mean, just all these different kinds of medication. And, you know, while that make them while that may make them more docile, it's not changing the fact that they are being tormented in one form or another. You know, it's not solving the problem for them. And I find I find that in, incredibly sad when that happens. I mean, um, you know, unfortunately my power to intervene in any way is limited, but um, you know, as as an investigator, the only thing I really have is my voice, you know. So I do try to speak for people who can't really find the words themselves, and I do try to help them figure out what it is they're dealing with, you know, because they are being affected by something, but it's something they can't quantify, you know. They can't take a picture of it or describe what it looks like or smell it or feel it, you know what I mean? But it's, yeah. still, it's still hurting them. And um, and that's the part yeah. that, I, that I always try to make people in authority understand. You know, is that, you know, the, I mean, one way or another, these people are suffering. And, um, <laughs> you know, while a small percentage may fall into that, you know, observation category, I mean, of course, you know, there's always a few. Uh, I mean, if you want to laugh at a party, stand next to a private investigator or an oncologist. That's, you know, that's the old wisdom. Can, you know what I, mean? can I ask you a question? Sure, of course you can. Okay. This morning I was hit with a frequency. I believe it's ultra-low frequency. Um, Within, say, 30 seconds, I was on the floor, uh, projectile vomiting, projectile diarrhea, uh, totally incapacitated. Um, Can you, do you know the frequencies that would cause this effect, the specific frequency? This, uh... That that is that is a tough question. You caught me a class without my books. I'll tell you that. Um, VLF transmission um, are an area of expertise that I haven't quite mastered at this point. I mean, let me just be honest about that. I'm still doing a lot of study on this because there's so much about VLF that we do not know. Uh, even scientists don't know. You know, I mean, I, I you know I don't have a whole lot of reference to VLF because it's a relatively it's a relatively new technology, you know. Um, I mean, it may have been around for a while, but we are all just kind of discovering it now, you know what I mean? And uh, one thing I can do uh, is uh, on our on our website, we uh, we post small news items and stuff like that. I uh, I will definitely uh, I will definitely look into that and find out, you know, what specific frequency. Uh, VLF, though, I mean, we're talking 
you know, <laughs> like negative 2,600 gigahertz. I mean, this is so low that probably dogs couldn't even hear it. Um, but the problem is, is that it does have exactly the effects that you described. Now, it sounds like uh, it sounds like you got hit with a pretty strong dose of it. Um, I get I get hit with that once every six months. They totally incapacitate me. I'm on the floor. I'm trying to get cool because I'm overheated. I'm projectile vomiting, projectile diarrhea. I'm just a piece of meat. Where, where are um, you located, ma'am? I'm in Peabody, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Again, my large body of water. I've been finding a correlation between VLF and uh, areas with large water bodies, uh, either contained within them or near them. Um, the reason being is because uh, the main thing that might be possibly be affecting you, uh, in Massachusetts, uh, they have a rather large port presence. Uh, you guys are... Um, no, 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 no. No? Not in, not in Massachusetts? Hello? Well, I don't know what happened. Um, oh, she cut off? What happened? She got cut off. Let me check. She still shows to be there. Maybe she can come okay. back. She's ready to. Um, okay. She shows. Barbara? I guess I guess she dropped. She her phone call got dropped. Um, so you were saying we were correlating some information about Massachusetts. I didn't quite hear that. I'd like to hear because you know we're always I'm always paying attention to these things myself and sure. correlate information. Um, yeah, curious um, what you were observing or what you were thinking about Massachusetts. Well, I read a I read an interesting item uh, late last year, uh, shortly before Christmas. Actually, uh, it was like early December, I think, and it was about the Navy, the U.S. Navy. Uh, bringing online a communication system with our Trident submarines that was ultra-low frequency that they called subspace. Uh, any nerds out there like me, you automatically recognize that word subspace because it's how all the ships in Star Trek communicate. But, uh, Hello? Hello? Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was throwing up the call somehow. Well, Listen, right, what, I wanted, what I wanted to tell you was this. This is this is person-specific. This is from an individual sitting outside my home with through-wall radar of some type uh, locating me and hitting me. This is not from industry. This is not... It's from a person. This is a punishment. Well... Okay, but a manipulation. This has nothing to do with the cell tower or satellites or crap like that. Sorry, this is a person who has a device that does ultra low frequency. They're hitting me, and this is done as a punishment for actions that I've probably done. I okay. I just don't oh, want to go go there as far as having it. Well, let's, let him, let's hear him out. And, finish. and um, he was going to say something. Go ahead. Hold on, Barbara. Let's just hear what yeah. he has Well, what I was going to say is, is that uh, targeting does happen then. Uh, the last conviction we scored for it was just last year uh, in the summertime, and uh, that worked out quite well uh, for the family involved, our clients, and uh, also for us, but not so great for the guy that was doing it. But, right. There is a very specialized skill set that comes along with the kind of devices that you're talking about. Uh, one device 
is known as a microwave emitter. Uh, most people out there may know them as crowd guns. They're designed to emit microwave pulses uh, very, very quickly uh, that basically start to cook people from inside out. So, like, let's say in, you know, Israel, the you know, there's a Palestinian riot. They decide to start burning an embassy. The Israeli army will roll out crowd guns. Within 90 seconds, everybody who's there is on their knees, puking, and doing projectile diarrhea. So yep. it's not it's not that far-fetched that it could be done to you, man. All I'm saying is is that the person who would be doing it would have to have a very specialized skill set. Right? It would have to be based in uh, satellite communication, uh, electrical engineering, uh, probably a touch of physics somewhere, uh, possibly ex-military. That seems to be the profile, at least as far as I've gone. If that person matches any of these qualities, then you may be on to something. And if that's so, you're more than welcome to give me a call tomorrow at my office. We can talk about it. Um, Fine. Give okay. me your phone number. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Ella will be happy to share it. Uh, but, yeah, if, uh, if anybody wants to reach me, my number is area code 773-775-7600. You're more than welcome to give me a call. Please realize that if we got to have a long conversation, you got to make an appointment, okay? Because uh, I'm usually there about nine or ten hours a day, and I can't always accommodate everybody in the same day. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, of course. Questions. Um, so where would somebody even obtain one of these devices? Like someone who has a handheld portable device, we know we, there's different theories and speculation on, on how the delivery method or, or the delivery method of these, you know, radio frequencies and these microwaves are coming from. But you, how did you find out about the name of them, and where do people, where are people purchasing these? Because I've held them in my hands, man. You have, okay. So there, yeah, we have, have people that are spec, that are very. Uh, uh, they don't necessarily believe there are handhelds, you know, but I'm glad to hear that you can say that and you can confirm that. No, ma'am, there absolutely are, yes. Okay. They exist. In fact, a whole new generation of them just came out last year. It's like Generation 7 by this point. Okay. Uh, and excuse then, me, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Can I have your name? My name my is name Frank is... Allen. I just joined the call. Oh, hi, sir. Uh, my name is Ed Luzinski. I'm a private investigator in Chicago. How are you today? Very good. Uh, I'm an what activist from Massachusetts, and I have uh, 22 patents on wow, detail, all, all the equipment that you are mentioning, and I'm posting one patent a day. Uh, I will currently have three patents posted, and there is one, uh, first one I put down, actually there's a movie that shows the active denial system. And uh, Raytheon is the manufacturer for the handheld device. Raytheon, exactly. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'd That's like to exactly provide the model you with, uh, yeah. I'd like to provide you with these with this information to help you out. That would be fantastic, sir. Um, any okay, email? I will give you uh, my phone number is five zero eight. Oh, hold on, hold on. Don't say your phone number over the air. Ever, ever, ever do that, okay? That's no. quite all right. I mean, I do it because I I'm, do. you know, I'm, I want people to call me, but believe me, you don't want them to call you. Um, what you can My do... My phone number is 508-857-8334. Okay. Um, I hope someone's writing that down because, unfortunately, I do not have a pen. I am sorry. 
Okay. Well, I'll give you. Frank, I'll give you. I'll email you his information. At okay. Perfect. All right. Thank that you. would be great. Thank you so much. That would be fantastic, you, sir. Thank you so much for stepping up with that. I really appreciate it, truly. Uh, and and I'd like to say also that this is a very informed, informed call. It's you. You are very. Uh, you're right on the mark with a lot of things. Thank you, sir. So, uh, I, I've, I, as I said, I've been, uh, I, I pride myself on accurate research. Sir. Very good. I'm, I'm uh, interested in listening. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Any question you like, sir. Is uh, what she's describing with projectile vomiting and diarrhea, um, could that be anything that somebody would get parts off of Amazing One or Lone Star Consulting type of places <laughs> Oh yeah. modify. Yeah. Um, I've actually run into two guys over the years who were able to piece it together from spare parts, uh, some of which they got off the deep web. Uh, remember Silk Road? No. Okay. Well, Silk Road, the, uh, the owner and founder of Silk Road just got sentenced to something like 49 years in prison or something like that. Um, I mean, he's going to get out when he's a very old man. But he started this online marketplace in the deep web that was uh, funded primarily via uh, Bitcoin, uh, if you've heard anything about Bitcoin. It's cryptocurrency. Uh, You can buy things anonymously, uh, literally from anywhere in the world, and the serial number is the only thing that tells you the value of the Bitcoin. Okay. Now, the problem is with Bitcoin, um, you know, some people like it because it takes you out of the Federal Reserve System, uh, you know, there's no taxation, things like that. But at the same time, it's, uh, it's also a huge venue for uh, chemical weapons, child trafficking, uh, weapon sales, you know, internationally. Um, you know, it's, it, it, was, it was pretty much a bad apple. And the guy got caught, uh, he was trying to kill wit and get, you know, hire people to kill witnesses against him. I, I, his name escapes me at the moment. But, but yeah, places like, like that, uh, there are a lot of these kinds of parts proliferating. Uh, some are put up by ex-military guys, some by international mercenaries, some, I'll bet, by the companies themselves. Although I can't totally attest to that. I don't have any proof of it. But it's the only explanation for how some of these things get out there because they are so tightly regulated, tightly controlled, and tightly watched. So the only way that they could be getting out the door is if somebody is making copies or selling the blueprints or moving a model out fully formed. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I mean, I may be a, you know, a detective, but I'm not an idiot. You know what I mean? I mean, there's right, only one right. way this stuff is getting out of the lab. You know what I mean? And it's not going out with, you know, the monkey that escaped out of the cage. It's, you know, it's going out in somebody's lab coat, you know what I mean? Or under it. And, uh, that's the only way that this could be getting out there because, I mean, we're talking about really next next space age, you know, next generation space age type stuff. Uh, some of these devices are used for surveillance. Some of them are used specifically to incapacitate enemy soldiers, enemy agents. Um, I mean, that's what the, the design was for. That's why they exist. So if you get somebody who actually has the kind of background that I described earlier and the knowledge necessary to assemble one of their own, then yeah, all that he would really need would be one hell of a power source, because microwave transmissions suck a lot of power. Uh, that there is a lot of power that goes into those, and that's another reason that they're so harmful. 
um, you know, I mean, it's basically like zapping yourself with, you know, a camera ray like, like uh, Dr. Banner. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's uh-huh. one of those, it's one of those situations where um, unfortunately I think a lot of it is proliferating out there because people are getting paid to put it out there. And, you know, it's worth a lot of money to, especially repressive regimes, uh, you know, Russia, Iran, uh, the government of Syria, uh, places like that would have a real use for this kind of technology on a wide basis because, um, I mean, I cannot think of, you know, anybody who would want to control their people more. You know what I mean? That's that's just the way the world is. Uh, You know, so, I mean, I'm not trying to draw anyone's ire by saying that, but it is just a fact. Uh, These are some of the biggest customers of companies like Raytheon that build uh, devices like this. Uh, and these are, you know, these are deals you'll never hear about in the stock exchange. You'll never hear about them in the newspaper because nobody wants you to. Um, you know, why would they, you know, why would they want the world to know that? So somebody gets a hold of the schematic and it becomes the little black market black box. Exactly. Well, how did nuclear bombs get out? You know, some idiot published something online, if I remember correctly. So, you know, way to go. You know, I I mean, think about it. It's, you know, there's some stuff that should remain in a very tightly enclosed domain. You know, there is, uh, because because it can hurt people. And in the wrong hands, it can hurt a lot of people, you know. And that, that worries me. That worries me immensely. Um, people who are targeted, people who hear these voices, sometimes describe them as broadcasts, you know, like a conversation between two other people that they're not involved in. Other people, it's very conversational. Uh, It's directly to them. Sometimes it's friendly. Sometimes it's angry. Sometimes it threatens to kill them and their family. Um, Could these be induced neuropathies? Possibly. Uh, It's also in the realm of possibility that they may actually be hearing something, you know, in real time is what I mean. Richard, another thing, something I wanted to point out to you is that just like you started hearing people tell you the same story, but they were logical and they could carry on a conversation, which doesn't usually isn't usually the indication of somebody who's truly schizophrenic or too, truly delusional. Um, sure. So you started to see that, okay, these people are coherent and I'm hearing the same thing, so there must be something to this. The same with V2K. You might start to hear similar uh, stories, you know, because um, you know, my belief is almost anybody who tells me they think they'd be 2K. I believe they do because they say that they're saying the same things or um, the same conversations, the same dialogue, uh, same voice of God tactics. Um, mm. So you start to see a pattern in what you're hearing that other people are hearing, including myself. You know, um, yeah. so uh, you know you might be you'll, you might start to expand upon the pool of how of the percentage that you think might actually be hearing it and the and the, and the percentage that you know, are telling you these things. So it's it's very easy to do. Um, you know, we're trying to, one of the great people in our groups is trying to get an audio spotlight to show you to people just how easy it is to put a voice in someone's head. And a lot of times these systems, I believe, um, I can't prove it, are automated. It's an automated system just repeating the same thing. Right, like a broadcast. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of people have described that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's something, you know, and there's, um, you know, there's different ta- techniques of delivery systems, supposedly. Um, but, you know, uh, we're definitely, I know there's people in the community who really want to sh- prove it, but with, um, with this audio spotlight, you actually have to be within the vicinity. B2K, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be in the same room with you, obviously. 
So, um, and then, you know, I don't know, did you want to um, respond on that? Because I know there were some questions about gang stalking, gang stalking itself. Like people, if, if you've heard cases of people coming to you saying, I'm being followed, I'm being harassed, I'm being mobbed at the workplace. So yeah. uh, I didn't want to rush into that topic. I kind of wanted to, you know, finish up with this one. So uh, Sure, of course. Uh, anything you like, but no problem. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, as far as uh, as far as delivery systems, seems like there's more than a few. Um, so far, I've narrowed down two to three, uh, basically at this point. But uh, the primary the primary thing, the thing that I meant about uh, about the same story from different people, it always follows kind of a set pattern. Um, it starts small. It's almost like an infestation, you know. Uh, starts very small, you know, and at first it's somebody waking up in the night or not being able to stay asleep, okay? Next, their appetite starts to get affected. Uh, Before you know it, uh, they are finding themselves getting emotional for no reason, Uh, sometimes angry, sometimes sad, sometimes apathetic. Uh, After that point, that's when most of the time the physical pain begins, if they do feel physical pain. Uh, Some folks describe burning. Others describe a constant pins and needles feeling in the in their hands and in their feet. Um, some people describe really bad migraines. I mean, like you know, put you on your floor on the floor type of migraine. Um, but it's always this same escalating pattern that seems to vary in time frame. Um, I cannot seem to find a correlation as to why. Specific people would be targeted, but it does seem to be happening in greater numbers. Uh, I do agree with you about that. It seems like whatever this signal is, this broadcast is, whatever it is that is causing this is um, is increasing in strength. Um, that much I will grant you. Yes, it does seem that way. Uh, I get more and more calls every single week about V2K especially. Um, so really, so, so the V2K is something you've seen. Uh, uh, it's, it's been on the rise for like six months, like crazy. I mean, it's just it's all the time. And uh, I probably get 10 to 12 calls a day about it, I would say, realistically. And I'm not exaggerating that. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it eats up probably three, four hours of my day, every day. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And that's why we think this can't remain a secret too much longer. I mean, it's just... It's exponentially, from what I understand, it's uh, this, the population is increasing and finding one another. I mean, I can't really say maybe it was, a, you know, a, a large population, but we didn't, they didn't have the Internet, so they were on their own with this, not understanding that. And it's one of those things we can't really prove or disprove, but it seems, it, it seems evident that more and more this technology is really getting out there, people are getting put on the list. And that's an, another question I have for you about the government list versus these independent uh, people that you suspect. Um, so... Yeah, it does seem like it's increasing, and there's just more information, more ways to communicate, more ways to get this information out there um, with the Internet um, and with, you know, groups like us getting together and talking and, uh, you know, educating each other and and, and fine-tuning messages and making contacts and connections, as well as I'm sure when Frank spoke to you, I was hoping to connect with people, too, that would help expand your knowledge and your understanding so you can do your job better and also so you could help us you know, um, on a higher level. So, um, yeah, I I guess that's what's my point, is that I definitely am with you. I believe that um, this is really increasing. So, um, um, anyways, I'll I'll give it back to you. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me, guys. This is Frank again. I'm I'm putting a link to one of those patents 
uh, in the chat room right now. Thank you, sir. Honestly, I cannot wait to see it. That's just one of them. I'll get to the others, but uh, it's under Frank the Usher. And sorry to interrupt, and, and this is a very, very good call. Thank you. Thank, thank you, sir. Well, I, I guess I guess we have his seal of approval. That's fantastic. All right. He's, it's good. It's good to have the skeptics in the group, you know, because, you know, from what I understand, um, you know, you know, we're already vulnerable people, and so we always want people there to kind of make sure someone seems legitimate, although I've heard great feedback about you. So I was really, I felt pretty confident bringing you on. So, um, Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate everyone who said so. I, I, I really do take pride in trying to help people with this. Um, I know it's legitimate, and I know that all of you out there can get so frustrated and so aggravated. But I got to tell you, um, listen, I mean, it's all it's all in the knowledge. You ever hear knowledge is power? That's truer now more than ever. It really is. And uh, I, I did... I have run into people from time to time that have, uh, I don't really know how to say this. Uh, it's, it's a strange, <laughs> strange sort of events, but I've had a couple of people tell me that they heard my name before they contacted me, uh, from the voices they were hearing. They heard my name, they say. It doesn't uh, me, you know, it doesn't surprise me one bit. Well, all that means to me is that I'm doing something right. If they know who I am, that means I'm catching on at some point. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm doing something right. And uh, that's fine. I just want you guys to know that uh, that I'm I'm not going to stop. I want to know what this is. And uh, if if I can help everybody out here, then I will, I will do that until my last breath. I really will. Well, thanks. I'm glad. I'm sure we all appreciate those kind of that kind of attitude. And and um, I, um, when what was the other? Where was I going? Okay, back to back to the gang stalking. That's another gang stalking. That's right, man. Yeah, I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. What people have said to you. What you can do. What you think. What you advice you can give to us on a level. Of, like say we can't afford a private investigator. What we should do about it. And then um, yeah, and how you would approach that. I'd like to hear about that, because I know we have a lot of people who just get that, and that's a really horrible thing to experience. So, I um, yeah, I just wanted to get your input on that. Yeah, gang stalking, that's, uh, that's no fun. That's for sure. Um, all right. First thing that I recommend, if you feel that you're in that situation, any of you out there, the first thing that you got to do is find a self-contained DVR covert camera. That's what you have to do, okay? This Did you repeat is, that? Yeah, it's a self-contained DVR covert camera. Our subsidiary DDR? Uh, no, DVR, like uh like DVR, Dan, okay. Dan Vincent Richard. There we go. Um it's a self-contained camera that is very mobile that has a time and date stamp, 1080 HD uh picture, so you're not going to get pixelation uh like you would on the old analog cameras. And this is absolutely pivotal for proving your case. The reason being, remember how we talked about uh, law enforcement and people in authority and skepticism. Uh, if you take it with your phone, that could happen any time. Believe me, it'll never stand up in a court of law, and before you know it, you'll be on Prozac by the end of the week. However, if you have a time and date stamp and you can prove a pattern of behavior, especially with a camera that has a uh, motion activation sensor, um, I sell a lot of these primarily to corporate clients, but 
also a lot of private individuals. Um, they are good for a lot of different uses, and uh, gang stalking will will definitely prod you to get one. That much I can promise you from the stories that I've heard about people who called about it. Now there have been some very legitimate cases that we have uh, that we have been able to help out on because one of the other things my company does is uh, executive protection. So. As I mentioned, a lot of them are former law enforcement or current law enforcement, and uh, we are all armed. So one of the things that uh, you definitely want to do uh, is uh, you want to get one of these cameras. Uh, you don't necessarily have to buy it from me. I mean, I'm not doing a hard sell here. All I'm saying is is that if you want to be able to prove it, especially to the police, you have to have time and date proof. You have to have proof that will stand up in court. That's the only way, okay? Because otherwise... It'll amount to nothing, and after a while, they'll just think that you're crying wolf, okay? I've seen it, honestly, a hundred times, if I've seen it once. And this is the number one best way to not only protect your integrity, but to actually keep you safe, to actually get somebody in authority to do something about the situation and protect you. That's the, that's the best advice I can give you. When it comes to games. Where would you suggest getting one of these cameras? Do you think Amazon would have it? Um, what suggestions do you have? Well, the ones on Amazon, uh, not to sound like a trade warrior, folks, but most of those are made and manufactured in China. They don't exactly have the best quality control, and they tend to crap out on people. Uh, they are cheaper, so if budget is a concern, that might be the route to go. However, um, we I actually offer a, uh, a line of cameras called Zetas. They're uh, mostly manufactured in South Korea, and uh, they're very dependable. I use them a lot on surveillance jobs, and uh, they're fantastic as far as uh, people who work security, uh, police officers, buy a lot of them, uh, outside employees, city workers, plumbers, construction guys, you know, basically people who are on the move a lot and, uh, you know, basically need to keep a record of, you know, what happens in their day-to-day because they go to some pretty rough areas from time to time. Um, also, too, um, basically from the Zeta 12 all the way up to the Zeta 62, they basically range in price from $149 to $199. And the Zeta 62 is great for homes uh, simply because it actually has Wi-Fi capability. And you can watch it in real time on your smartphone or your laptop or your tablet, and it will notify you every single time the camera kicks on. Do you find that they mess with wireless camera stuff like that? It's kind of hard to do that. Um, I mean, with the with the Wi-Fi camera, the ZN62, it's it's always possible that they could interrupt the Wi-Fi signal. Sure, but the other ones are all manual. They're self-contained. There is no broadcast. There's nothing to interfere with. You see what I'm saying? It's all in one unit. Basically, you can download it to your computer just like any other JPEG. Uh, you know, it downloads in about five minutes. Very simple, and uh, you can burn it to disk. You can send it as an attachment in an email. If you need to contact, uh, you know, a police officer or a detective or something like that, uh, it's very, very easy to put together a very solid case. But the time and date stamp is absolutely pivotal, no matter what you end up buying, whether it's from me or whether it's from Amazon or wherever. Make sure it has a time and date stamp. Make sure it is a digital camera. Okay. Great. Listen, I have to go off to a meeting. I was going to ask you if you use spectrum analyzers. We do. Absolutely, sir. Spectrum yeah. analyzers and wave analyzers, yes. Okay, well... Um, we even have a miniaturized spectrograph that we use for ambient data in the environment when we go on uh, uh, EH cool. investigation. Uh, yep. 
Well, I put together an R&D for TIs just to get all the techs and engineers together, and we did about 400 hours of conference calls. Wow, that's incredible. I have a spreadsheet for you with 35 topics, and I have a frequency list of FCC-licensed, some non-regulated, everything from Bluetooth, Zigbee, Wi-Fi, to all the ELFs that Barry Trower reported of frequencies he could get his hands on. Uh, And then I asked him for the list of 600 that are related. It it sounds like I have some reading in my future. Okay, fantastic. I won't (laughs) overwhelm you or anything, but if you give me your email, I'll pass those documents over to you. Absolutely, sir. It's uh, Special Soul Inc. That's uh, Soul, S-O-L. Special Soul Inc., one word, at yahoo.com. We also do a newsletter. If you'd like to give me the information on the camera, I'll put it in the newsletter this week. <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, that would be fantastic, ma'am. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, we're Citizens Against Harmful Technology, so we're the other group, and we work with PACs and, and NETIs, really. Fantastic. This, this well, we is... put all the conference calls in our newsletter so people can uh, listen to them all. <clears throat> Okay. Well, you know what? It, it, it sounds like we got one big uh, ball rolling here tonight. This is good. This is very yeah, good. We're, we're networking. Also, there is a, um, an archive of the newsletters from the last year of COT, and there's a lot of good information there. So if you ever have time where you're just twiddling your thumbs. Oh, I'll have uh, some time on the weekend, sir. I'm definitely going to check it out. I, please send me over that information. Send me a link to you guys' newsletter. I'd love to see it. Okay, I'll do all that. i got to run to a meeting. Thanks for showing up, and thanks for what you do, and we'll talk again. Well, thank you for all the gratitude, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you very all much. Right. Take care, man. Talk to you soon. You too. Have a good one. You too. Okay, so let me see. I'm going to go ahead and take some questions from the listeners. I'm going to go to Hawaii first. Okay. Hey, Hawaii, I'm coming to you. Hey, Hawaii, I'm jealous. How are you? Hi, this is Olga Lincoln in Hawaii. I just want to say hi to everybody and, and thanks for letting me letting me in on the call. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Uh, thanks, so, Hawaii. Can what can we do for you, Miss uh, Miss Hawaii? Yeah. Um. Nothing really. Um. Just another TI. You know. Um. Getting zapped. You know. Zapped on the daily, and also my 11-year-old son is getting zapped also with these weapons. So I'm just happy that there's. You know people other than us TIs, you know, that are out there, you know what I mean, that are part of the, I guess, part of the, well, I don't know, part of that. There's a few of us. There's a few. Yeah. yeah. And uh, thankfully, we're our numbers are starting to grow every day, too. Thank we God. appreciate it because, you know, I mean, we're like the, 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 the true, I, I consider us the true American patriots left that really believe in freedom and really believe in, you know, everyone deserves to have their, you know, their personal space respected by others. I agree. Yeah, that's a that's a biggie. I agree, absolutely. And uh, I, I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry you and the boy are suffering through that, man. Um, if uh, you know, I mean, if uh, if you'd like to contact us, I mean, you know, I, I there's probably a couple of ways we can help you. All right. Thank you so much. Of course. Talk to you soon. Hopefully, have a good one. Now I'm going to go to South Carolina. All right. Hi, South Carolina. You're on the call. Do you have a question? 
Sounds like South Carolina stepped away. Or they fell asleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's late out there. Okay. I'm going to come to Northeast California. <clears throat> Hello? Hi, Northeast California. You're on the air. Do you have a question, <laughs> Ed? Yeah. Um, I was wondering, what kind of groups have you identified as perpetrator or that, that sent those who are centrally coordinating the organized stalking and organized torture? I, so I apologize, ma'am. You you kind of broke up there. Could, could you repeat okay. the first part of your question? I'm sorry. Um, which groups are, have you identified as the uh, those who are uh, coordinating the organized hmm. stalking and organized torture? Which, yeah. At last, we come to the $100,000 question. Um, <laughs> that's the tough one, ma'am. Uh, I, can't, I can't lie to you. Um, I figured out the why. I have not figured out the who or, well, I've figured out the, the how, I guess you would say. Uh, I mean, I've, I've learned a few ways of how it's being transmitted, how it's being done. As to who is doing it, um, for me to say definitively that I know would be dishonest, man. I do not know. Um, there are a few possibilities, and I do lean in a couple of distinct directions, but as to who is actually doing it, um, I've heard everything from the Pentagon to aliens to a continuation of MK Ultra or its lesser-known sister program, MK Miriam. Um, frankly, these are all with a little bit of possibility to them. I, you know, far be it for me to say that of what could be, you know, who could be doing it and, and who has the capabilities. But I will say this: uh, they're definitely well financed independently financed, I would say. I don't think, frankly, that it is a government agency, but I do think that it is operating with government amnesty. Does that make any sense? Government and amnesty. Well, amnesty. In other words, they've already been pre-forgiven for whatever Mm -hmm. it is they do in the course Mm -hmm. of making this technology perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, that would not be a stretch because they've done it with other programs before. Uh, Don't kid yourself and think that it's all good history books and pledge allegiance to the flag because, you know what, I guarantee you people were murdered to protect the Manhattan Project. I guarantee you that uh, that people who found out about early weapon systems and whatnot were either destroyed politically and career-wise or physically. Uh, When there are big secrets, when there is... This kind of technology at stake. Um, I mean, frankly, I think whoever is doing it would do whatever is possible to protect it. Now, the best way for them to do that now, because it is getting so widely known, is disinformation. Um, you know, putting things out there about the Illuminati. Putting, I mean, I'm not saying that any year all of these things don't exist. They very well may. It's possible. Uh, anything just about is possible. The human brain can conceive it. We can do it at some point. Uh, cell phones that I'm, the cell phone I'm talking to you on proves that to me. So, um, but honestly, to tell you the truth as to who is doing it, what I smell is somebody developing a new product, a product that will only be sold to governments and that every government will want to buy because once they figure out how to pull out things from people's heads instead of put them in, um, I think that's what they're going for. And I don't know of a government on earth that wouldn't want to know what its population is thinking, frankly. 
private consortium, mm-hmm. uh, probably scientists, business people, being financed by someone. So we're talking about somebody with a lot of money. I mean, just a lot of money. Um, some people, too, also. The one thing that I haven't heard in our entire discussion tonight um, that everybody seems to have forgotten about is the Harper Ray up in northern Alaska. Um, if I don't know if anybody else remembers, but I remember when they did a mega test on the harp when Bill Clinton was president. Uh, the next year we showed up with El Nino, which was a weird anomalous storm in the middle of the Pacific. Anybody else remember that? I do, and it's interesting that you bring this up. My previous guest brought up harp, harp system, so I'm sorry to interrupt, but go ahead, yes. No, it's fine. Um, look, they say that they closed the harp down. Don't believe it, okay? This is a project that they've been working on on a black budget since the 1950s. You think they're just going to pack up their tents and say, oh, well, we we thought better of it. Let's go home. No, okay? No. At this point, it's very possible from everything that I've read about HARP, and I've read a lot about HARP. I first discovered this subject when I was 15 years old. This is something that has so many different applications and so many different possible technologies that it would be impossible for me to fathom them all if I lived to be a million. So let me just very plainly say that it's very possible that this V2K is possibly caused by some miscalculation or a new application that they discovered with this array. It's extremely powerful. It's powered by the stratosphere of the Earth. I cannot think of a bigger battery in the universe, except maybe a star. Yeah. Well, that's good information. You know, um, I've suspected that about HARP. You know, I can't prove these things. But then someone said it wasn't operating anymore. So this is interesting that we've had this this conversation has come up or this topic's come up twice this week. So mm. thanks for that. Well, do you want to know who who's doing this to everybody? I'd start with whoever's working on the HARP project at this point. Hmm. Honestly, that would be where my my money lay. Now, mind you, I don't have any direct evidence of that, and I'm not saying definitively that that's who it is, but that would be my first stop as a detective, as an investigator. Uh, all roads lead there because this is the, for, the, this is the granddaddy of all this technology, all of it. Um, what, about, what about the Gwen Towers? I'm sorry, sir? What about the Gwen Towers? I've heard some some speculation on that. Uh, that one I'm not so sure of. Possible, though. Um, if anything, it may be acting as a relay for a much larger antenna, like the harp or something else. I'm not sure. Uh, it could also be a relay for a satellite transmission, which would, in the tower's case, might actually make more sense. I mean, basically, yeah. they're basically mm-hmm. giant antennas. They're big receivers, you know what I mean? Uh, so they may be acting as a relay for something land-based. They may be acting as a relay for something sky-based. Uh, but, I mean, they're definitely giving off a transmission of some sort, yes. Well, according to the um, former chief uh, invest- chief inspector of the FBI headquarters, uh, Ted Gunderson, he has mm-hmm. already kind of witnessed, um, had a di- directly witnessed some of the corruption at the uh, FBI, but and he states that uh, it's the intel agents, show high-like high ranking ones, and the um, organized like uh, the mafia and uh, high-ranking organized criminals, uh, multi-millionaires, 
business tycoons of that kind uh, are the ones who can pull the trigger, or like uh, who can start the, this program against that target of their choice. And their oh, objective... Yeah, possibly, sure. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you could pinpoint it down to, you know, the square footage of a single person. It's possible, uh, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've never seen any technology that tells me that we've reached that capability, but laser-guided missile systems, uh, drone strikes, all these things, precision bombing, yeah, I, I think you may be on to something there. Sure. Yeah. I don't see that why can be developed. Yeah, and the objective is to place themselves above the law and, and the Constitution because this way the target will, will be discredited. So whatever yeah. you've done to the target in the past or the target being a whistleblower has some information that you want to cover up, uh, that's what you mean. These people try to use this kind of operation as yeah. a way to secure the impunity. Yeah, you know who comes to mind when we talk about this is uh, Sirhan Sirhan, you know, the uh, guy who uh, shot Robert Kennedy. Mm-hmm. He, uh, to this yeah, day, claims he, that he has no actual thing. memory of the event. Yeah. He okay. claims it's a complete blackout period for him. Manchurian candidate. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, that may be yet another application of this technology. Some There has been a lot of speculation about that, uh, especially in, in colleagues in my particular field. Uh, there has been a really sharp rise in active shooters. Uh, and I'm talking about normal people who never had a bad day in their life, who have great jobs, great families, and all of a sudden they just fly off the handle and kill seven people at work. And it's not, you know, it's not a jihadi situation. It's not, uh, you know, a suicide bombing. It's, you know, this guy just came into work and started popping everybody, you know. It's, um, I mean, I got to tell you, I, I don't have any direct evidence yet, but I'm watching it really closely because I want to see if it has something to do with uh, with atmospheric bounce. That's all I can really say about it at this point. If all you ham radio operators out there will know what I'm talking about. Atmospheric bounce. They call it the bounce. It's late at night when everybody's asleep and all the transmissions for the most part are quiet. You can actually bounce mm-hmm. a transmission right off the lower stratosphere and send it all the way to the other side of the planet. Now, if you're doing that with a microwave transmission, it'll be there in seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's called backscatter. Yeah. Backscatter. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we have some uh, electricians, some uh, engineers. We have uh, definitely some uh, electronic savvy people on the call. So, well, these are let's put it this way: these are all more highly intelligent individuals than me. I'm basically a barbarian who can understand some of the science. We put it that way, okay? I mean, compared <laughs> to you guys, uh, you know, so, I mean, um, not Eric? to be too modest, but um, but I mean, yeah, there is. I mean, there's a lot of different technologies now that I think are being tested on the whole world, on the whole populace, on everyone. Uh, I think they're, I think they're working the bugs out, frankly. Uh, that's truly what I believe, you know, personally. Uh, what I see are people who are refining their technique and refining what's making it possible at the same time. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me and many others too. I'm sure we, okay. we will agree with that. It's kind yeah, of- that's the- as an investigator uh, for the V2K, you might want to look into bone conduction. Uh, I've been experimenting with this, and I noticed that when I 
take the microphone and press it into my finger bone, I'm able to use audio forensics better. And, and by the way, you can use audio forensics on the B2K. That is interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, uh, I have picked it up myself. Uh, I will take your advice on that, sir. That, uh, that's something somebody else has mentioned before, too. I just uh, And by the way, I have a, a friend that... Uh, they removed 12 of the implants out of him, and I go to the surgeon. Twelve? Uh, Twelve? Yeah, yeah. Holy oh, God. That's not all. That's not all. He's still got uh, one in his sinus, and he's, they're all over. Yeah. Uh, oh, my Lord. No, there's a shitload of them. You'll find a ton of implant information on the COT website. Citizen oh Peter no! I'm, yeah, I, believe me, I am I am knee deep in information about implants. I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, I've been I've been studying these pretty closely for quite some time now, and uh, just the sheer variety of them will blow your mind. I mean, just there are so many yeah, different see, designs. There are so many different see, ways they transmit. It, it's it's like trying to catch a nest of cockroaches. You know what I mean? Because they yeah, you know, they, and, uh, they keep devising and, new ways to, to 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 make this possible, and uh, and I got to tell you, I mean, I'm just, you know, I mean, me, I'm just one guy, but I do have some really good guys behind me, you know, who do understand that there is a lot of reality to this, that it's not some, you know, it's not some crackpot fringe theory, you know? No, I mean, when you use a piece of detection equipment and everywhere the thing starts ticking faster. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. You've got That's what I meant earlier when I said science does not lie and numbers do not lie. You know what I mean? It's just—it's like DNA in court. You know what I mean? You know they did it. You know, it's, well, you know, it, it's foregone. That's it. There, there's a few of us that have mentioned that we just have a feeling that when we had our wisdom teeth out, that they used a bone conduction type implant and put it in there on the jawbone. Now this I have heard about a lot. Uh, really? We have, we have actually come across two people who had them in their jawbone in the past. Yes. Really? Yes. Um. Yeah. Bridge work. That, that's another thing I wanted to mention in relation to V2K. Uh, bridge work, uh, steel in your body. Um, now, it's possible that things could have been implanted. Um, I mean, a doctor is not allowed to share, you know, the details of a patient with anyone. I mean, that's part of the Hippocratic Oath. But that oath could be utilized to make them do something perhaps coerced, perhaps not. Um, you know, to their patients that they never have to explain because, I mean, you know, how are you going to know about something they put in your jawbone? You know, I mean, who sits around fiddling their jawbone? Uh, so, I mean, it's possible, you know. I mean, I, I mean I'm not saying that, you know, doctors per se are corrupt people, and they're not. Um, but anybody is susceptible, you know. Uh, we all have weaknesses. We all have vices. And, uh you know, I mean, most of the time, I think if someone was coerced, that would be the quickest window into getting them to do what you want them to do. That's so true. I have run into people. Uh, in fact, I have uh, I have a friend uh, who did a couple of tours in Afghanistan, uh, you know, uh, over in Homeland Province. And he actually uh, was in a Humvee when an IED went off and uh, killed everybody but him. He was the only one that survived out of seven people in the Humvee. Uh, but he has a steel plate in his head now, you know, a skull plate, because uh, he had a really big, massive head wound. And um, when we were sitting around one day, 
uh, you know, just completely, you know, just old friends. We got together. We were all watching a football game or something, you know, Bears game. And uh, we're all drinking beer. And, you know, everybody's goofing around. And uh, he goes, hey, come here, come here. Ed, you got to hear this. And, he, and I'm like, okay, what? And he was sitting next to a radio, you know, like a like a little portable radio, like a transistor, one of those old ones. Right. And he opened his mouth, and we could actually hear a transmission from a radio station in Philadelphia. Yeah. Now, mind you, I'm in Chicago. That was the that was weird. That was, I mean, you know, I mean, because I need my lead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was a, I was a little drunk at the time too. So frankly, you know what I mean. So I was like, Holy, <laughs> Holy shit! Your mouth is talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was um, that was an interesting experience, but that gave me some bearing on what also could have been cause of this. Um, I've had reports from people who had like uh, you know bridge work done, uh, you know uh, metal fillings, things like that. You know, people with a lot of fillings uh, who have reported. Uh, that V2K does develop shortly after, you know, these procedures were done to them. Uh, could it be implants? Sure, of course it could. Uh, you know, it's very possible. There are a lot of people out there that uh, may have these and may not even know it. Um, it's too bad that he died. Um, there was a gentleman by the name of Dr. Robert Weir. I don't know if any of you guys have ever heard of him. but yeah, heard of him. He, a lot of it, I'm he sure. He took out implants. Right? Yeah, he, he, he was out of them. Oklahoma. And um, I did have the pleasure to make his acquaintance briefly before he passed away. Um, but this man was absolutely brilliant. And um, he really was. He knew so much about these and so much about cutting them off and getting them out. And, uh, I mean, frankly, I think that we all lost when he you know, we lost something big when he passed away because he was um, a very integral part in a lot of the research that we already know about these things, you know what I mean, uh, because he pulled so many out of people. Um, he was also very well known among uh, the UFO abductee community, uh, apparently, because he was very sympathetic to their plight, and uh, apparently there were hundreds of people that he pulled implants out of um, when he was... Uh, you know, when he was still in practice. Um, so, I mean, we've, we have been able to access some of the data on the studies of these things. A lot of times they're sent to universities, and the universities will freely share it with you once uh, you tell them a couple of good PI stories, you know. Uh, but we've seen a variety of manufacturing methods, a variety of shapes, and a variety of uh, transmission methods, both receiving and sending of a signal. Now, uh, things like this supposedly were developed by the CIA and KGB and, you know, all these things, you know, back in like the 70s, right? So I think that it started as, you know, a spy technology, uh, probably a way for them to keep a track of their own spies, you know, people they sent overseas. Uh, but I think it's developed into a, you know, a more modern intelligence tool in that now they can possibly extract information unwillingly from people, you know what I mean? And that's what I meant earlier when I said that, you know, I can't think of a government in the world that wouldn't want this technology, uh, you know, once they perfect it. Because I think, frankly, in the end, I think that is the end game. I think that is what they're looking for. They're looking for the ability to unwillfully draw information from people, conscious or unconscious. Do you know what I mean? And unconscious might be easier. Because your guard's down, you know. 
uh, may be able to induce dream states, may be able to induce hallucinations. Um, some people, you know, have become suicidal uh, when it comes to this phenomenon. And uh, over the years, we have seen a couple of people take their own lives. And that, to me, is extremely sad, uh, especially in cases where I never got to speak to them first, you know, to tell them that there might be a way to counteract this. At this point, <clears throat> my methods are, well, adaptive at best. Let me put it that way. Um, there are no clear answers as of yet. There are no, uh, there is no book written about this. Uh, but I'm hoping one day that I'll write one about it so that I can help people to kind of encompass what it is they're dealing with. And hopefully, uh, hopefully enough people will be able to band together to put an end to it, to stop it or at least to block it out, because that's just as good as stopping it, because if you can frustrate the efforts of the people who are trying to perfect this, then uh, that in itself is a victory. Each one, each person that I'm able to help cut off from this phenomenon, um, I try to hope that that they will live an awesome, productive life, You know that this will never bother them again. And that they can get on to just being a normal human being, you know, as opposed to somebody who has to feel victimized day in and day out. That is ridiculous to me, especially in this country. Here in America, nobody deserves that. Um, Ed? Yes, ma'am. Hello? Hi. Hi. This is Melinda from Sherman Oaks. I have a a quick question to ask you. There's a gal who moved into my building um, uh, less than a year ago, and I noticed a, a package for her in the lobby from her employer. Uh, she told me she was an investigator, and her employer is Key Point Government Solutions. Does that name ring a bell for you? Key Point Government Solutions, uh, if I remember correctly, is a form of government think tank. Uh, you know, basically, they uh, well, they investigate, but it's also uh, intellectual property things like that. Uh, patents, possibly? I'm, you know, I'm offhand, well, I, I do apologize. It's been a long day. I am sorry. My oh, listen, no, that's, I understand. Here, but... It's just, I just was going to ask you if I had anything to worry about or you think it's a coincidence she's in the building. They uh, do investigate I, I people would... who are going to uh, get a special clearance from the government. Well, I, I've had special clearance from the government. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, we're not all, we're not all uh, evil spooks. You know what I mean? But um, let's put it this way. Um, I don't think that you have anything to worry about, per se. Uh, Truth be told, she uh, more than likely may be just like an actuary or, you know, an accountant or, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, one of the administrative assistants or something. You know what I mean? Um, Law firms operate that way a long time. I, uh, I used to be married to a lawyer, and they send a lot of packages to the home, you know. So if they, I mean, if they're doing, you know, intellectual property work or patent work, um, you know, no matter the subject, um, you know, it's feasible that they would send it to her home because, you know, it may need to get done by a certain time the next day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I've seen it with my own eyes. So um, I wouldn't worry too much, to be honest with you. Okay, uh, thank you. You know, no, it's okay. More than likely, she's, you know, she's uh, just uh, another pencil pusher like myself. Then. Yeah. I hear they overwork the people and put them out in the field and don't pay them, and I'm, it's a tough agency. Well, it depends on Never who you work for. 
It depends on who you work for. Let's put it that way. Me, I got one of the best bosses I've had in 20 years. That's the best way I can put it. Mm-hmm. Um, someone was asking about your associations with intelligence operatives and law enforcement. Well, uh, those I, I'm not really at liberty to talk about too much. Uh, I, I, I am sorry, but there are, um, there are some friends of mine uh, that I grew up with who actually work in intelligence agencies. I've known these guys for 30 years. Uh, easy, you know. We played baseball together when we were kids. So that'll give you an idea how long, you know, how far back we go. Um, and a couple of them, uh, from time to time, do share information that they come across. Uh, the way that I found out about laser modulators and microwave emitters uh, was actually from a friend of mine who... Uh, was employed for quite some time with the Defense Intelligence Agency. Uh, now, if you don't know who they are, uh, that's because they're doing their job well. The DIA has a budget that is about eight times that of the NSA. And the DIA is responsible for the drone programs. And uh, you've heard a lot of talk lately, I'm sure, about uh, what some people are calling the Space Force. Uh, supposedly, there is a wing in the military that you know, actually has spaceships, our military. Uh, and uh, there's rumors about uh, men being stationed on Mars for like the last 20 years, roughly. Um, possible, sure. I, you know, I'm, I'm not throwing it out in the realm of possibility. But um, all I do know is, is that, I mean, what I do try to relay to people is the things that I've seen with my own eyes, documents that I have seen that, well, let's just say they may or may not always be declassified. Um, some snippets of information that wouldn't nor go through normal circles, but it does pass through back channels. That's the best way I can put it. Um, as for law enforcement, um, hell, there's 40 guys that I grew up with, women too, that became police officers. Uh, the other half became firemen. <laughs> it's Chicago. That's how we are. But um, it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's a tightrope that you walk, you know, when you're getting information from from people in authority because they have careers of their own protect, they have families, and uh, you know, I, I they speak to me because they know I will keep their confidences. That's the best way I can put it. So that's good. So you have them as a resource. There's always the fallback as a resource. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay, I've lost control of the board, so I'm having someone take over it for me. Kyle's going to take over the board. I have a lot of difficulties. Whenever you're having these type of calls or doing this type of work, um, you know, uh, things happen. That's for sure. Got a little overheated, sure. I understand. Well, as much as I would love to talk with everybody all night, I do apologize, but uh, my cell phone is actually starting to die. Um, so I, I think I'm going to have to call it. It's already 9.30 here, and unfortunately I have a couple of reports I have to write uh, before May I the ask you, um, Can I ask you a quick question before you go? Oh, of how, course. How, how do I buy a camera from you? All you have to do is give me a call tomorrow, ma'am. Uh, okay, I, uh, okay. My My number is 773-775-7600. Uh, okay, and, uh, your, your site says it's 7300. Is, that, is it wrong? Oh, uh, I, 7300 is our fax number, ma'am. You want 7600. Oh, <laughs> no. 7600. I'd rather talk to you than your fax. Yes, okay, good. Yeah, well, I, I'm okay. more interesting and handsomer than the fax machine anyway, but don't tell them. <laughs> I saw your picture. Me. You look good. Okay, very uh, good. Well, thank you. I, I <laughs> appreciate welcome. that. Uh, You're welcome. That. 
You never hear that <laughs> enough, that's for sure. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes. Okay, thank you. Right. But, Ella, um, very much I would like to join you guys again if you would be gracious enough to have me. Um, oh, that would be wonderful. We really appreciate yes, it. Yes. And, you know, hopefully we'll give you some additional information. We have some great resources on this um, in this on this on call. And um, hopefully people could just expand your knowledge and make your job easier. And, uh, oh, I, I, I have a feeling it will. Like I said, it's, uh, it's going to be a long uh, weekend of reading, that's for sure. Okay, well, thank you again for joining us. And, of yeah, course. we'd love to have you back on. Okay, yeah, well, you you know where to find me. Uh, please feel free to also uh, relay that gentleman's information that called earlier. I would really like to see what he is uh, talking about with those patents. That would be fantastic. Yeah, okay. Right. Thank you. Much appreciated. Talk to you soon, man. Bye, everybody. Have a great night. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Here. Hi, Ella. Kyle. So Kyle has the board, thank goodness, because I can't see anybody. Um, so, Kyle, you can unmute people since I can't okay. see They're showing up uh, bit by bit, um, so I'm hoping that the whole board will show up soon. But I think that they do that through TalkShoe and not our individual computers. Yeah, but you one know, thing they're doing to me, though, is they, once I started figuring out, like, what I do is I jump around to a bunch of different um, browsers. So what they started doing is disconnecting the server. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Ella? Yeah, they're getting... That, that gentleman was very, very, very well informed. And uh, I, I was very, very impressed by him. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, and he seems flexible. I don't know what he charges or anything like that, but I heard he's reasonable. Um, he's not like that one guy down in San Diego that wants $100,000 or whatever ridiculous thing that was. But um, he seems very reasonable, and he seems concerned about – and he's very interested in this. You know, he has a, a personal, uh, um, you know, almost like a passion for this, you know. Um, and so yes. I think he's As do I. Yeah, uh, I'm interested in this camera he has and what what use this has. Uh, he got into uh, many areas of of uh, my concern, and he seems to have some answers. I'm very very interested, and yeah. I'd like to uh, if you'd send me all his contact information. Uh, yeah. I'd like to talk to him about Washington, too. Yeah. With that said, guys, don't spend money without really checking it out. I get nervous, too. Whenever I bring someone on that has something to offer, you know, like a business, even though I think he's awesome, check out. People really like him, which makes me happy. I've heard good feedback. But still, just be very cautious, you know. Uh, Talk to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, negotiate. Always negotiate. You'd be surprised how many people are willing to negotiate. Um, so just because someone gives you a price, now you've heard this before, doesn't mean that's the price, you know. So, you know, just remember that everybody can be negotiated with, it seems like. Yeah, I'm interested in speaking with him because I'm familiar with the lines that he is. Uh, uh, he's not on a tangent. He's, he's on course. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm familiar with what he's talking about, very familiar. And uh, I'm anxious to get a hold of him. Yeah, that's why I get you guys to come on, like people that know a little bit more about it, like you and Neil, and I'm glad uh, Dwight came on and people like that, because that's not my area of expertise, you know, and I'm not really an expert in anything, really, right. an expert, but I know the least about, you know, that field. Sorry, my dog is barking, guys. So I'm glad you guys came on and checked him out. Um, yeah, I think he's uh, he's going to be an asset. Uh, I'm more... I'm, 
I would not encourage TIs to spend money with uh, a private investigator uh, unless you are very, very sure of your target, or should I say the one that's targeting you. But he has a lot of good ideas. Uh, He does seem devoted to it. And uh, I'm going to say that, like I say, he's going to be an asset. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to have to get off the call, Ella, because I am really tired. And, uh, <laughs> no. You've had a long thank day. You to, thank you to everyone, and uh, God bless you all, and we will see an end to this. And good night. Good night, Frank. Good night. Kyle, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Okay, great. Okay. So you're able to see some people on there? Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of, they're coming in one by one, uh, but I only saw Grieve who wanted to be unmuted. I'm not sure how many more. Just um, uh, Florida, they're, that's it. They're, that, they're just one more. Yeah, I can't. I have the board going. I saw about seven people, you know, but I'm, when people I, log on, they can't really see the full board either. And like, if you're just, you know, if you're not, even if you're not a moderator, you really can't see the full board. Um, so... In one by one, so just just give it a second, and then I'll start unmuting everybody one by one. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kyle, I did it, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do this call. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was wondering, I was, is she going to text me? Uh, but that was awesome. That was a great interview. Um, and he really did have a lot of good information. Yeah. You know. Sounds like it. Seems like it. And we really do, we have to get hard evidence, you know, video evidence. You know, we have to get, I think we should all start recording the frequencies somehow, get some cheap software for that. And we need some evidence that it's like, even if they don't, it's like, even if they don't accept uh, frequency recordings, we'll still have that as hard evidence for when they start, you know, accepting it. Um well, if but, yeah. you get it once, you you know they're a perp house, and then you you want to collect as many uh, other compatriots or whatever they call the perps, you yeah. know. And I, think now, I would I would put a you know something on their entryway like these cameras that do vo- uh, movement, so you can get the people who are coming and going say they come in under darkness to man a weapon, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then they leave. They may stay up in one sniper lair for a week at a time we don't you know and take all their food up there and then come out once a week so i think that's how they're doing it maybe yeah i mean but you know there are a lot of different delivery mechanisms so i mean you, you could have somebody next door or in a house that that's the perfect evidence you know like you're saying you know somebody's doing it around you to get to, to record those frequencies, get video evidence to match up with it, and then for the the people who are getting hit, <laughs> you know, still record that information, um, even if it's not your neighbors, so we can kind of yeah. So you know, you'd need a long-term camera that would stay on for you know the battery would stay up for a week or two, you know, at a time, and just take uh-huh. little snippets here and there of what, who's coming and going. I say the heck with all this investigating. Didn't Trump say he was giving the government back to the people? Okay, my oh, yeah. first executive anyway. order is. Yeah. That's we have to police, police these people because they're not going to do it for us. You know, my you have to be your own policeman. My first executive order is 
yeah. They're not going to cut off their funding. It's a black budget. He doesn't. Even, they don't even tell them who's. You know, what's going on? Well, money still may be pulled from these programs, like uh, you know, because the government he may make some fiscally conservative moves where it just turns out where it cuts, you know, some of this money somehow. Um, so we just don't know what's coming up, but we still got to get evidence and we still got to do the, you know, class action suits and, and just keep hey, coming out. Hey, if, if you look at the big picture, though, this is a worldwide event, right? Right. This has to be the globalist, and that's what Trump is fighting right now. He wants to stop the globalist. He wants to stop the new world order. So that is he, my reasoning yeah. in being a Trump fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the whole money system is based on, you know, living and dying, you know, that that there's money for oh, when oh, you're yeah. born and probably they're going to liquidate you when you die. And so it, they just keep this thing going as fast as they can. Oh, yeah. It's, it, like it all has farm. to do, you know, the globalists want 7 billion people dead. So in their in their search for control, why not pick a certain amount of the population of the world and start them out on this program and, and see how it, it does? You know, well, they are, be, and you yeah. can't even go to a doctor appointment and somebody's going to put a device there. I mean, you know. It, oh, it, yeah. That, it, you know, let them go on welfare and get burnt in their by their disability doctor because that's what they're all, that's what the disability doctors are doing. Yeah, and you also got to think, you know, with chemtrails and the toxins in our system, you know, they're turning everybody in the world into a little antenna. So, and they can do widespread, you know, signals, um, like RF signals and stuff like that. So it's like they're directly targeting us, but the rest of the population of the world is getting these signals. Uh, you know, they could be getting a widespread signal because you think about how a smartphone company works and how your smartphone can work anywhere in the world, right? So there's a network of these frequencies that work with smartphones, and they're turning us into little antennas. So it's like even if you're not a direct targeted individual like us, um, you know, you'll still get some of these signals. So they're really experimenting on everybody in the world. You know, we're we're just the extreme version of yeah, them. Yeah, it could be a byproduct and not a, a conscious effort. Exactly. That, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I do want to tell you all, like I put it in the chat room, I've been doing Look Out for Charlie's Cleansing Regiment for two weeks, and the V2K is down to where I can't hear it. And, uh, like, it's not them messing around with me or anything. Um, please, target individuals, do this cleansing regimen. It's only, like, you know, maybe $100 to get all the stuff. It's real cheap. Um, and just stick with it for a month. I pro oh, my God. I, I feel the best I've, I've felt in three years. Um, so please do this. Because, they're, you know, putting the toxins in our system is part of the program. It's part of the protocol. You know, because I have, you know, I had an ex-Army guy who really ramped it up on me. He was doing everything by the book. And, you know, when I'd walk out my yard or the front, you know, to, to get my car, I would smell burning hamburgers or sewage um, and get those chemicals in me. And it was part of the protocol, you know, and their weaponry kept becoming stronger and stronger. 
Um, so it was like it was stuff going into my system that was helping these electromagnetic frequencies absorb in my body. So we want to get that stuff off of our skin, break it up off of our skin and our body. And then, then your other defenses will work, you know, 20 times better because you're not an antenna. You're not like a smartphone. It's like throwing a smartphone into an enclosure with openings. That smartphone's still going to get a signal. You know, that electromagnetic frequency is going to still get to that smartphone. So it's kind of that idea. Yeah, it's the germ theory of the immune system is the good germs versus the bad germs. You know, they're trying to kill all your germs so the bad germs take over. And, and yeah, if you do the bathing, even if you have a, a toothache and you do a bath, it'll stop the toothache, you know, if you're, if you're getting enough of the germs on the good side versus the bad and, and try to eat, uh, you know, more holistically, um, not so much you know, the processed uh, flour, you know, like too much pasta or too much white sugar or any sugar or, you know, dried fruits aren't too good either. You want to soak your fruit or whatever, you know. Right. You know, make everything I, more bland. Reeve, I just, I just want to tell everybody um, that it's on hold. My board is slowly showing up, so be patient, and I'll get you off a of hold to, to join the conversation in just a couple minutes. So just be patient. And go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. Yeah, the germ theory is, you know, with the immune system, I mean, you, you know, the bathing is really important if you can, you know, keep, or just rinse with vinegar, you know, at the end or, you know, scrub with borax and then rinse with, with uh, vinegar. To leave the acid vinegar, that's the best thing. Vinegar will fight all your staphylococcus and all that. Or if right. you have to use raw chlorine, you know. Please. I would stress though, look at look out for Charlie's regimen. It's like oh. Epsom salt, Epsom salt bath, or like the center of this. And I would stress just to do what he says, you know, for a month. Just you know, don't add anything else, don't take away anything else, but just do that regimen. Um, it, give it a try because I, I've been doing it like except for the honey. Mentholatum and the the lime sulfur dip. I've been doing everything else, and it is. I mean, I feel so much lighter. Uh, they, the the V2K is down. The remote neural manipulation is down. I mean, it's incredible, Don. So you know, I'm just going to do what he what he proposes. But all those things that you said, they do work. You know, those are good things. But I would say try this regimen because he's like gotten it from Morgellons treatment. And other stuff, and just you know, just for a month, you know, just try that. Um, and then after a month, you know, start adding stuff, or you can kind of take stuff out and kind of just do upkeep. But I would really, really recommend that everybody do this because it, it works so well, you know. And once they know you're fighting it, it gets worse, you know, they're going to focus more uh, attention on getting it. So you have to be, have to be that much that more careful. You're right. They started hitting me in the head, like right in the, the top of the head with an external beam uh, when I started getting cleansed outside because I couldn't hear the V2K and, you know, uh, didn't get a lot of the visual cortex stuff or the inner voice stuff. So you're right. They started hitting me a lot in the forehead because they're they're scared that they're going to totally lose you. Know, 
that they we're going to catch them, and we know where they're doing it. They're doing it in the parking lots and coming into the neighborhoods, <laughs> and they don't want to be identified. And you know, if there is ever a class action, there and they could be involved too. So I, I don't right. know. Well, Don, I, I'd like to stress the lots of delivery mechanisms because anything you know, we've seen things that are military, and they have lots of uh, lots of redundant systems. So you know, with with the with weapons, they're going to have ground weapons, like in certain situations, like yours. But they're all they're also going to use other things. So lots of redundant systems. They they wouldn't even do this. If they didn't have redundant systems uh, to deliver the directed energy weapons to our bodies. You know. So I just kind of want to. Yeah, the that. guys that have, but the guys that have one weapon will have more. Exactly, they're going to have if if they're hitting you with Sonic from the front, they're going to, and they have an addict that faces you, you like me. Yeah. They're going to have, uh, they're going to have a laser or so, something that puts holes. In, yeah, they're going to have all the aspects to it, but you, you know, so you got to get special Fuck you, here. Kyle. Like special headgear, you can get these uh, like aviator hat uh, that that have like zippers for the ears that you can put like metal in there or steel wool or something. But these aviator um, trapper hats, uh, they make them in, out of goat skin and then leather from Poland called a Sterkowski, S-T-E-R-K-O-W-S-K-I. And they're a thick leather. Yeah. They're called an aviator uh, trapper hat or whatever, but they hey, look really. I want to say, I want to say you're you know, a the, fucking idiot. The copper, uh, what did you say? The the copper scrubber things that you're talking about. Yeah, the aviator hats. Some of them have a zipper where you can put a pocket. You can you can line it with anything you want. You could put metal um, cloth or you you know you could see it fits tight around your head and it's enough to filter out a lot of the sonic or you know for a short period of time. Not if you're standing under a weapon all the time, but. Um, right. And you can move through the weapon system and not get it into your ears. You know, get if you're if you've already been hit in the air, then some of them have zippers. They start about twenty five dollars on eBay for the talk, the goat skin. That's a great idea. And also the, those copper scrubby things. If anybody's getting hit in the groin really bad, what you can do with those is you can put them in a plastic bag, bag. or ziplock bag. Them down, down, you're like, like, you know. Yeah. What I do when it starts to echo like that, I just mute the whole room and start over and kind of be aware of who you're unmuting. You know what I mean? If it's a state that you don't see a lot on there, like, you know, whatever state it may be, um, it might be a, a perp, you know, trying to do their thing. So, But it's up to you. You have the board down so you can do it how you want. But when it gets echoey and I hear that stuff, I just mute it and then I'm really cautious about who I'm unmuting. It sounds like we, we get that on, Ken got it on his call, and then I've been getting it on my call, and it sounds like the off-the-board guy. It's know. just weird because it's my call, and they have it directed towards you so quickly. That's weird. Yeah, I it's it, like they probably stayed quiet for the real interview, and mm. then when I got on, they're like, okay, well, it's not as important or something. They do that sometimes, like these attackers will... It's weird. It's like they have some, because I think they don't have a line. You know, I always say they don't have a moral line that they won't cross. Sometimes, sometimes you know, don't, don't, they won't do it at certain parts, you know. Yeah. So it's, 
very, very weird. Um, but I, I do, like, they say stuff from my personal, like, remote neural monitoring in my personal life uh, mm. when they come on. Like, they'll say my name. They just said Don's name. Uh, they'll say stuff from my V2K, and they'll say stuff from, you know, Mike's V2K. So they actually, it's it's somehow they're getting information from directly from my attackers. Yeah. And I, I always wonder how that works, how that information flow works. Yeah. Uh, I think the reason why the interviews can be quiet is because I don't have anybody unmuted. As soon as you unmute people, then it seems like they can come in. Um, I think that's why the interviews tend to be a little better. That's my theory because everyone's muted, you know. Yeah, yeah, and then they so they don't do anything off the board because they they realize you'll realize that they're off the board. Like if you have everybody muted except for the the person you're interviewing, um, and then that happens, you'll be like, okay. That somebody and we know, to. yeah. But I already know that some of these people have back doors and they're able to get in, so I just suspect it. Or they'll come in on people's lines. Like I know Luda's not a perpetrator, you know, and sometimes she, it'll, she'll be the only one unmuted next to the interviewer, and I know that someone's coming in on her line. I started seeing that a lot lately. So I'd be on my, my line because my attackers, they're really in my phone. Yeah, see, could be. They might be coming in on your line. It happened on Derek's call when I would talk. That's when the echo would start. Right. And then got off his call. I came back in, muted, but it's still going on. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. They they tend to go everywhere I go, and uh, and attack me. So, um, but hey, I'm I'm good. Like I mean, I I have never felt better in three years. I I kind of don't want to mute the room. Because uh, like people are unmuted that I can't see, and I right. wouldn't be able. They're they're muted that I can't. I would mute people that I can't see, and then I know what you mean. Out. Yeah, you're afraid of you know. I I get really uh not upset. Well, yeah, it bothers me if like people want to talk and I can't even see them, and they just maybe need to speak and you need to ask questions and connect to people. It just makes me feel really bad. It's like you know. So when I don't get to you, it's because we can't see you. Just want you guys to know that, and I just. You know, it just bothers me that, you know, we can't see them and we can't unmute them and they can't participate, you know. But, you know, a lot of people say that's okay, you know, I'm just happy to listen. But, you know, it just bothers me, that's all. Yeah. Really Apparently my dog doesn't talk a lot. So. <laughs> being a- they, on one of my calls, they just had a barking dog, like on a on a soundboard. Mm-hmm. Kept, they kept doing it the whole time. But then I used the setting mute people when they come in the room, you know, mm-hmm. um, so I have to unmute them, and I haven't had problems on any of my calls. Oh, that's um, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. I did want to announce that, um, you know, I usually do, I'm going to start doing a Monday 5 p.m. Central call, so it'd be 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, and then it'd be 6 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, I'm going to do a Monday call at 142394. I've been doing a Wednesday call after Sumaya's call at 11 p.m. Central, so it'd be uh, 9 p.m. Central Pacific time, and then midnight uh, Eastern time. I'm going to change that because Ken's having late night calls on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. So I'm going to change that to having a Monday 5 p.m. Central and a and a Wednesday 5 p.m. Central. So on Wednesday, my call is going to be 3 p.m. Pacific time. Six o'clock Eastern time at one four two 
There's a couple other announcements, too. I don't have the information, but there's a woman in Vegas. She's 94 years old. She's the oldest living um, TI that we know of, and I got to speak to her on the phone today. And I know she would really love to get letters from people. And if you could send, um, I just have next time on my call, I promise I'll have her information. She re- really, really would love, would love to hear from And then if you put an envelope with a um, self-addressed envelope in there, she'll write you back. And you know, it really keeps her spirits up. She's very mentally alert uh, too. I'm very impressed with her that she's been the target for so long, um, and she's still so uh, you know she's so mentally acute. So. Um, but on Saturday, I'll have her information. It would really, you know, when people are in homes like that and they're really lonely, I think it's important that we reach out to them if we have a moment, you know. And plus, for me personally, it takes me out of my own, uh, you know, issues or whatever. It's just nice to reach out to people and be there for people. And she's, you guys will like her, too. She's just a really nice woman and very interesting, and she's funny. And so, um, yeah, so Saturday, I'll have her information um, and then there's, let me think about any other announcements. Um, hopefully everyone um, is getting calls back, called back from uh, Mr. Dibble, who was on. Um, we're working on, you know, getting more people involved. Uh, Tom was working very diligently. And I have some ideas about, you know, even like the private, cool. investigator, the private investigator we had on tonight. He knows people who have gone to court. I'd like to know the lawyers he's worked with or that he knows, these, you know, what lawyers are representing these people. So, um because a couple months ago, they just said there was really no lawyers that would take a TI case, and you know, with almost hard work, we're finding that's um, you know uh, not exactly true. And we hope to expand upon um, that base of lawyers. Um, so I'm definitely going to call them and see if I can get some lawyers' names out of them. And there's a few other people too that I have in mind that I'm going to see if I can get some lawyers' names from. Um, but it's tough, you know, the lawyers we've talked to and Tomo's talked to, since they don't teach this area of law in school, they have to teach themselves. And so it's a very tricky, complicated, difficult uh, area for lawyers to delve into. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. And I also wanted to ask you, Ella, um, Annie Caspar talked on one of Derek's calls the other night. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And she's so she's doing a lot of stuff. But the um, the letters to the UN. Does anybody have the email with that letter? Could they email it to me? Yeah, I, I'm supposed to talk to her. I was actually already supposed to have talked to her. I just haven't been doing well the past few days, so I am going to call her tomorrow. Um, I think I have her information. I can email it to you, and I'm sure somebody else has it handy too. Um, okay. Yeah, that'd be you know I think that'd be great. Anybody wants to reach out to the UN, and um, you know we know some pretty good letter writers too, so. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Kyle, for wanting to get involved with that. Yeah, I really want to, and she, and you know, she was also talking about, you know, rounding up some lawyers, um, you know, for some class action suits. Yep, that's true. She did say that. She, I thought she was really interesting. You know, I really liked listening to her. Um, yeah, so I'll call her tomorrow, and um, you know, we'll touch base, and I'll get get more information. Yeah, know, and so she that's ha- Check out this thing that she said. She said that, you know, once the real litigation starts, like once we got some very serious class action suits against these private contractors, that um, usually in those situations, like a corporation or somebody doing a corrupt uh, activity, they will stop.
stop that corrupt activity because they don't want any further liability once once serious litigation starts because they're they're facing uh, past uh, corrupt activities and so their lawyers advise them to stop any further activity that could that can make them liable or um, you know liable for the crime. So, so she was saying some exciting stuff about if when, when we get some serious stuff going, uh, probably the private contractors, the lawyers for them, will advise them to stop any of the activity. That's really exciting. And I don't know. I mean, it, it may not happen like that because of the way this is set up, but you know, it's a possibility. But these guys are rough characters, and they they have the police on their side. So stock on them yeah, and get it, get it in, in, in for Talk to you. It's gonna be yeah. difficult. So. Mhm. Yeah, you gotta but reverse I'm... the whole thing on and put it on them. You know, because they got warehouses and <clears throat> where they're 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 putting this stuff, and and that there's perp houses too, where they're they're you know it's a job for these guys. You know, they're where they come in and man the devices. So yeah, uh, big business here. Oh yeah, this is an industry. I mean, they they've made an industry out of microwaving and targeting people. I mean, it's a it's a business. It's an industry, and it's just it's it's like connected to governmental entities like DHS fusion centers, InfraGuard and stuff like that, you know, it's attached in this in this running parallel with it. But, you know, these private corporations and third party contractors, I mean, they have built an industry out of uh out of torturing and murdering US citizens and experimenting on us. You know? Yeah, there it's a whole communication network that uh needs to be hacked. You know, somehow we got to hack into there, because if you could hack into their, their their however they're setting it up, you know, and and get their, but I I assume it's very tightly controlled. To, you know, well, you know, Don, what somebody said, somebody said that, that on the dark web, there are a lot of sites um, about our targeting. Like I've never seen them or searched for it, but they said on the on the deep web or the dark web, you know, there's actual information about like uh, each of the targets um, or, or some of the targets that they're targeting. Wow. Yeah, it's called the deep dark web. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard there's information about us, like our our targeting. Mhm. There is. But once you go, is that league? I mean, that's ah, man. Yep. Then you're really getting Anybody into that. Anybody can go there. Kyle, do you want to go ahead and call in now? Oh, you want you're going to call in? Can you call in, um, so I can uh, take it easy? Oh, I've I've called in with your number. Oh, you've already called in? Yeah, I'm on your number right now. Yeah. No, I haven't. You're right. I'm I'm just doing things. Sorry, sorry. Mixed up. Yeah, I'm on my number. Okay. Yeah, I'll call in. Okay. Kyle. Yeah, I'm gonna be right back because I'm I'm calling in on Ella's number. You guys, give me one second. I'll be right back. Y'all, y'all can go ahead. Y'all can keep talking. Well, I was listening to you. T- 
talk about that woman who from the who was doing the letters to the UN? And then I read that and I thought that was a really good idea, but as I continued on she I think she started a GoFundMe page for she wanted Body by Bliss, something to do with food, super food that she needed. And she needed um, 10 people to contribute to this UN letter writing. But then she wanted each one of those 10 people to write letters to 10 other people. Kind of sounded like Amway. And there's no way I'm going to contribute to a body by bliss so she can buy her superfood. Sorry. So anybody who uh, goes into this and and checks it out should go a little farther and uh, see what this is all about because I think it's bullshit. But then we all know I'm skeptical. But I'm not buying this woman or contributing any money to this woman to buy superfood for Body by Bliss. It sounds like a scam. Well, superfoods are the way to go, and and it really amps up your um, nutrition if you add it. Yeah, but I'm not going to donate to her so she can buy her own food. Sorry. You yeah, know? but if she's trying this, she's going to get targeted ten times worse. You know, that's the thing. She the targeting increases when you go after. Why would guys, the targeting increase for this? What is this superfood? Superfood is uh, freeze-dried organic vegetables that are twenty. For twenty pounds of food, you get one pound of superfood. It's it's a reverse osmosis in reverse. They you take out the water of the food and then press it, and then it becomes a powder. But it's under, you know, um, um, background temperature. It's not heated or cooled. You know, it. Uh, so it it it's ninety percent effective, and it's twenty times more concentrated than food. So you can okay. add it to juices or water. Or use it like as a salt on your food or anything. You know, it's just it. Uh, you know, it's a, a new. Nutri- it's it's what the body naturally wants. You know, to uh, rebuild. And once you're going against these people, you're going to get hit by this redundant system. You know, where where they, you know, they can bring in more people. They can bring in more devices. They can you know, rent a house across, you know, two or three houses around you. I mean, this thing this is... Thing is no, no, just financial. Well, I wasn't impressed. Sorry. You know... Well, Seems UN like it's is always a, it's a legitimate um, organization. It's a what? It's a what? The, UN. the UN. They're supposed to listen. They did UN letter writing before, and it no went nowhere. She seems to say that she has a magic person she can get in touch with, and 
it's going to work and all this stuff. And I've heard this song and dance before. Wasn't but I know that... after World War II, after the Nuremberg trial, and not that anything in the Nuremberg... What the hell are you talking about? Did, did Derek had this letter writing to the UN before. He talked about it on his call the other night. I see. You know, I don't think the UN is going to do anything... But if we if we do letter writing and hit it from every angle, we'll do stuff that, that maybe the mainstream media has to take note of or the public will have to take note of. You know, I don't I don't think letters, letters and they're and they're gonna they're just gonna jump into action. Um but but we still have to press it all angles because eventually, eventually we're where the where public takes note, note of where the, where the media is forced to cover it. You know. Kyle that's not the problem I have with this. The problem I have with this is at the same time, she's, she's having a GoFundMe for this superfood body uh, by Bliss. I don't give a and, shit about that. That has nothing to do with my targeting. And Caspar has that? Annie? Yeah. Go read her know. website. Uh, YouTube. She's on YouTube. Go listen to that. Stop I am I have to tell you guys, I am a little bit wary of people who who ask for money. Like you know, like like Mike's spot audio spotlight. That's legit. He's asking money for certain equipment, but then people who are promising us are, us stuff, and then they have you know they ask for a lot of money to do it. I do get very wary about that. You know. Um, well, check out what I said about this I, body by Bliss. I had never heard of it. But it sounds like Amway. Amway wants 10 people and then they Three get more. Well, maybe that's Bullshit. separate, that's separate like, from what you do for TI. You know, so we don't need air. to buy that. I mean, if you want to, you can. Live and that like has to be healthy for everybody. But, you know, what she's doing for TI is, you know, she's not asking for money for this letter writing campaign or to, to gather up the lawyers you know, for the class action suit. So, so, you know, just be involved in that. Don't be involved in, you know, the superfoods thing if you don't want to want to buy that. You see what I'm saying? And kind of see, you know, do everything that she's doing for free and for goodwill and then see how that goes, you know. Well, Derek did a, did, did a UN letter writing campaign a few years ago. Ask him about it. He talks about it on his call. Yeah, and I have no out the things that we're doing have all been tried probably um even the class action suits but it's like it's a different time in it public awareness is up you know um a new president um we have to keep trying to get through those cracks in the wall and we're going to hit something we're going to hit a crack in the wall where it busts open you know and so we've got to try every shut up already freak well I love, you know i, love I did I did call that Gerald Dibble up in Rochester, New York. And uh, I told him about my case. He said that he got quite a few phone calls from uh, targets on electronic harassment. So I thought that was pretty good. Um, I haven't got a call back yet or anything, any information about it. Of course, I just did it yesterday. And um, we'll see. So he was a lawyer. He was. I didn't. He was a lawyer that um, was going to help us. Yeah, he was on Ella's call. Uh, what last week? 
I did, I wasn't on the call. What exactly was he uh was he saying that he was going to do for us? Well, As he's interested in electronic harassment because he had some trouble in his office. His computers were totally whacked out because of a cell tower a mile away. He had to mm. investigate it and find out what happened. So he said he had two targets he was working with. I guess one contributed 2500 and the other 3000 But you have to understand that um, the percentage of being successful with any court case is very, very low. Yeah. So you might as well just kiss that money goodbye. Well, you know, but but it's like, you know, Dr. Catherine Horton's talking about class action suits, you know, in Switzerland where she is, and then, you know, we're, we're you know, trying to get class action suits in every country, so we just got to keep hitting them. <laughs> and we'll just See, I like her. I think yeah. she's got her shit together. Yeah. She's very explicit as far as what she talks about. Um, very impressed with her. Out of all the people that I've met who have put forth ideas, I mean, she's right on the money. Um, I just hope that she doesn't get too waylaid with disinformation from a lot of people. Yeah, because she's only a year and a half into it, so she's trying to learn you know, how it's in there. So you're right. I, I, that's the right information. I think she will. I think she will. Right information. Yeah. Did you, did you uh, ever purchase that emoticon, too, that she uses? Is that the, um, is that the measuring device that she has? The little green device she has is an emoticon. It's that, is it that blue? It's like that little, like that little triangle. Shut up, you piece of crap! That blue thing that's the triangle memoir? No, no. It's a little green box. And what, is it, what does it do? Well, it, it will react um, and show the hurts when she gets hit by microwave. I haven't seen that. I'm gonna to have to check that out. Oh, she's got a couple couple of videos on it that she uses it and shows it right there. Shut up. She has software that connects to it. Because you are stupid. No. Why won't you It's it just shows. Okay, it's just a. It's like independent of the computer, so you can right. just get. Okay. It's, it's, as far as I know, um, she didn't mention that it could be a, a USB up to a laptop. Why can't you let her cross her? Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. Because, I mean, I, yeah, like I'm doing a lot of things to defend. You know, I'm writing things down. I'm making videos on YouTube. But my next step has to be collecting actual evidence of the frequencies. See if anybody around is doing it. So I, I think I, I might get something that's independent. Um, can be put like you can put data into the computer. You don't have to get software. All the belongings in storage. She gets she lost all she lost her disability because of you. Oh, it's Miles Adrian. Can you hear me? Hey. Yeah, I can hear you. 
Uh, I private messaged you and asked for your email address because I've got a copy of that letter that you're talking about by Annie. So if you go on the computer tomorrow, send me your email address and I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah, I have right. you on. It's simple, but I'll send you email. It's, uh, it's just Vulcan Wolverine at gmail.com. It's like, you know, Spock the Vulcan. Vulcan and then the but I don't know how to attach the, the letter except through email. Okay, so you have, you just have to send it through, uh, through the email that you already have with it on there? Yeah, ju- just send me your email address, and then I will send you an email with the attachment. Okay, because I really, I really want to do I just I think we should all get involved in initiatives, because the more people... you, false puppet! Your fucking music sucks! It fucking sucks! And you play all the goddamn things in Santa Barbara... Ooh la la, I'm in Santa Barbara. Ooh, there's trees and birds. And your shitty ass music. Why the fuck is he doing this to me? I have lost 20 years of my life. Anyway, you got that message. I'm going to hang up now. So just email. Put that in your private message on Facebook, and then I'll send it email regular way. Yeah, okay. Good to everybody, uh, Kyle. Okay, take care. Before, okay, take care, Adrian. I'll send you an email. Her sister is suicidal because of you. Linda and her sister want to kill themselves because of you. Isn't that enough already? Is that is that Linda? Linda, are you on the phone? Yeah, what's that all about? I think that it sounded like... Uh, Fuck you, Barbara. Stanza, but, uh... Oh, shut other... up. Not you, a... Kyle. Yeah, I know. I got you. Well, um... Yeah, they really started in on the perping right when I got on the call. That's nice. I've been having, like, I have my calls um, Monday and Wednesday, and I haven't ha- been having any problems. You know, that's... I guess it's a small call. They don't bother with me anymore. But, I mean, one night we just had it where they were talking over everybody and nobody could even speak. Um, I did that setting and talk to you, and I haven't been having a problem at all. But it's a, it's a smaller call, like I said. I might, I might go ahead, guys. I'm going to mute the room and try that. Sometimes it doesn't work. But I'm going to go ahead and press star 8. If you want to get back on and talk, all right, I'm do that right now. Okay, Memoir, I unmuted you in Rhode Island, Oregon, and I'm going to um, go ahead. And Kyle? Call. Yeah. Um, I have some questions on this is Joan in Rhode Island. Um, I'm going to ramble them off. Uh, could you tell me your Facebook um, address or your YouTube stuff? And also um, the website of the PI that was just on. And my third question is um, a comment. Anybody, has anyone heard about this um, woman that's trying, saying that she's working for Matt Macy Monroe, who I guess ran for a seat in, in California, and she's writing a book um, on TIs, but she's also supposedly going to um, um, U.S. Senate, and pe- she's asking people to go there too also. 
Um, well, well, first I'll give you my information. I'm Kyle T I, so it's just K Y L E and then T I on Facebook. Okay. Please, anybody who's a TI, please friend me because I, I I do put my videos from YouTube on Facebook. I migrate them over there. Um, then my YouTube information is just Vulcan Wolverine, like you know, Fox the Vulcan V U L C A N. Okay. And, and then Wolverine with no space in between them. Uh, okay. Wolverine, um, and then that's my email too. Wolverine at gmail.com. Okay. And that PI's address website, uh, not the phone, right? just dot .com thing? Do you have a website? Um, can somebody in the chat um, put that up? I, I didn't write it down. I didn't get it. Did anybody okay. write it down? Also, about the groin thing, you were saying shielding for the groin, but that, that got the, the uh, song got all warped it. Yeah. Yes, which worked really well for me. Uh, because Can you were, say it? Um, yeah. It got, it got okay. blurted out. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you do, you know those those copper scrubbing things that you use for cleaning? Sure. Uh, like the wool copper things? Um, mm-hmm. Get like 10 of those and get like a plastic bag, like a Ziploc bag, and mm-hmm. maybe then put that into a Walmart bag or, you know, a little, little um, convenience store bag, you know, and then just put it down your pants. Um, okay. You know, I don't know, it, it, you know, there's differences between men and women, um, but, but what that the copper thing does, what the scrubby pads do is when they're shooting directed energy at that, um, that copper grabs it, it, it it's, it's directed towards that. And then since they have these little loops in them, and I learned this from another TI, uh, basically the directed energy goes through those little loops and dissipates. Fucking cocksucker. Great. Thank you. Yeah, very good block. And have you heard about uh, Massey Monroe? Um, I don't know. This woman um, is on Facebook. Um, she's uh, she's trying to get people stories uh, about uh, Coonan, something about TIs. Uh, Massey Monroe is supposedly writing a book on TIs, and then she's also she said that um, she's she needs proof, and she's got a legal team, and I don't know if someone wants to look into that. Um, I don't know if if it's, it's truthful or not. Well, um, does anybody on the line have any information about that? I I don't know about that. Um, I, what I, was their name? What was your name? Her name is um, Macy Monroe. M A S S I E Monroe. M U N R O E. Now, if you go on Google her, she does have a website. She ran for a Democratic seat in California. I don't believe she won, but she has a website saying that she's been targeted and all these things have been used on her for years. But she's currently, according to this woman who was helping her, is uh, trying to get. Um, she has a team together, and but she wants she wants she wants statements and hopefully proof. And she's on Facebook. The woman that's helping her, supposedly, I don't know, I don't know. And she's also said that um, that this woman is going to Congress or the U.S. Senate. Um, so if if we wanted to get involved in that. So, and I have Googled, I've seen the picture, but, you know, with my phone, uh, I don't trust, I get most of my internet on the phone, so. About a year ago, Missy Monroe was on one of our calls. Shelly had her as a guest. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. If you want to look that, you know, if you want to go to the talk show and, and look that up. I think I have a date, but I have to dig for it. Let's see if I can find it. She was well, really I'm interesting. A- she has an accent, so she's a little bit difficult to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Shelly didn't think she was worth following up, and she never gave a reason. Hmm. Well, it said she was running for a seat in um, California, but um, she didn't win. But um, I don't know. She didn't. But now she's supposed to be writing a book um, compiling TIs. But the woman that's helping her, I can't remember her name, is on Facebook. Um, She she actually linked to me through Frank Allen's um, website. So I don't know. Everything sometimes is, and you got to look the truth behind it, but... She's looking for. I've read a couple of people saying that they've had. They do have proof, of, and um, she has, she says she has a team of people, and um, she wants specific things. But the, also, the other half is she's going to Congress or Senate. She's doing something with con- the Congress or Senate. I don't think she won the seat. So. Yeah, when she was on, she was running. She she was running for election. She was running, but um, yeah, let's oh. not. You know, let's not rule out anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. No, I just, my phone is everything I, I um, because I even went to someone's website and then the picture, I met him recently. I went to a New England thing and he didn't look anything like it. So um, I'm I'm always skeptical now. Um, well, just the whole basis of this thing. But anyway, yeah. So, but I went, I tried to Google her. I have to do more. I would think, you know, she would have a website telling people what she's doing with it, you know, because she does want, um, she's writing a book and whatever. So. Uh, I have a question. Can you hear me? Oh, by the way, by the way, let me just throw this out real quick. I did hear a report. Um, that for cell phone uh, fraud, people will call you and say, can you hear me? And when you answer in the affirmative, in some way, they record it and then they steal your identity. <laughs> it's just a new, a new thing that's going on. But the question mm. I had was, um, let's see, I believe Spencer Carter was talking about some some kind of class action suit uh, activity. Pretty soon. I just wondered, did he ever come up with something? Or yes. Honestly, I think you should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, Lonnie, I I've heard about that. Um, I think we just need to contact him. You know, he has a, a website bigger than Snowden dot com. Um, I need to get in contact. Okay. Because I I want to get on that, but I haven't heard I haven't heard about any headway that he's made on that. Okay. Well, I mean, has anybody else on the line heard anything about that? Guess not. Okay. Um, You know, what's really promising is is Dr. Horton was also talking about, you know, class action suits around the world, like in where England, Switzerland, Germany, um, you know, everywhere, um, and, and, and people getting together and doing class action suits everywhere. Yeah. Um, and getting our victim testimonies ready. I know we're not victims, you know, just calling it that, um, about who you think's doing it, 
you know, what's happened to you, how it's made you feel, what it's done to your life, um, getting all that ready, um, you know, for what's up, um, for the class action suits coming up. Okay. Something I liked about Dr. Horton's um, time, what was she talking about doing when, when someone goes to court? And they go to, you know, just a local court, wherever, whatever court they're going to, that they should get letters from all over the world um, huh. sent in that area, you know, the same subject and affirming that that whatever this person is taking to court is real and needs to be dealt with. I just thought it was a good idea. Yeah, she said that that's more effective. It's usually more effective if you have evidence from another country. Like you have mm-hmm. some odd- yeah, she said it's way more effective uh, for some reason. Um, you know, even with police going to the police um, or any kind of authority, having like a letter from a foreign country, somebody that's happening to, um, for some reason, uh, they listen to you more. It, it's it's more effective. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. How are you? How are you doing, Lonnie? With all this stuff. Shut the fuck up. Just hanging in there like everybody else, I guess. I got you. I, I do want to tell you, i got to scream this at the mountains, Lonnie, and you've heard me say it a million times probably. Uh, that cleansing regimen, I'm at two weeks. Um, it, it's incredible. I've never oh. felt better in three years of this. So. I'm glad to hear that because I know you've been hurting a lot. This, uh, You know, I've always I thought the Epsom salts was good, but all the other stuff that you talk about sounds good, too. So thank uh-huh. you for just keeping it up, telling people. Anytime yeah. we find good, everybody needs to know. Yeah, and I'll I'll give you all reports at three weeks and then at a month. You know, my V2K is down 75% where I can't even hear it on calls. I can't hear it when I go outside. Um, so I, in a month, I'm, like, really looking forward to seeing how good it works. As an actor, it just out of me. Guy, you know, uh, I, could, I could learn to hate this guy. I really could learn to hate this guy. <laughs> you know, memoir, we figured out, like, it sounds recorded, and they do do things over and over again. This is, okay, okay, I want to tell you guys, it's kind of like V2K, what they're right. doing. With, it's because they're using some things that are off of a, a soundboard that are recorded, but the guy's actually talking sometimes. Like, he's actually saying stuff in real time. And it's a little bit, you know, it's not as um, jolting as what he's doing, but that's kind of what B2K is like. You hear these things over and over again that are recordings or automated voices. Like, their voice is recorded and played back, but then they'll say stuff that's in real time, somebody speaking into a microphone, and then that RF signal being turned into, um, you, you know, going through an RF modulator and being turned into a wave um, or an electromagnetic frequency. And so you'll hear stuff that's recorded, and you'll hear stuff in real time. And so what that guy's doing, um, it's it's a little bit like V2K. And it's, you know, it, by that standard, by knowing that about what he's doing. He is definitely, and he said personal stuff about, like, me, and he said Don's name and stuff like that. Like, he he's part, he's a perk. He's part of this program. Like I just, just want him to know, Kyle, that if I ever get the chance 
I'm going to take a really sharp knife and cut his balls off and stuff them down his throat and make him eat them. I want him to know that. Here, here. It's really him. That was him really talking, but it sounds like a recording. He's an idiot, a moron. Uh-huh. They're all morons. But what we got to do is we just got to grab them by the arm when they do that stuff and pull them into our world. So, so Well, he pro- doesn't know it. See, he doesn't realize that he's profiled, too. Mhm. Mhm. He he's 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 in line for this too. He uh-huh. doesn't realize that. Oh, I tried to tell my attackers many times that you know what you're 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 digging your own grave. You know you're really? you're on stuff that's going to be used on your children, um, and yourselves. You know it's already happening like that because of chemtrails and toxins in our environment and stuff like that. But you know what I get from the V2K? The, the main guy will say, I don't care. Fuck you, Barbara. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. It's been a long time. I have a question. Fuck you, too. Hi, yeah. I have a question. Ooh, we got a bunch of them tonight, don't we? Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Those are uh, medallions, medals. It's like a a blue ribbon. I love it. <laughs> it means we're it means we're making headway. It means oh, they're trying. Uh, usually, yeah. Put feather in our hat. Another trophy. Every time they say stuff like that, it's another trophy. Hey, Trump's Trump's getting ready to pounce on you with Steve Bannon, guys. He's getting his, his ducks in a row right now, and he's listening to your phone calls. It's true. It is true. I know. So what, do you, what do you guys think Trump's going to do about this? Like, what do you think he's going to uh, – you think he's going to pass me any laws or anything? You aren't paying attention, are you? Bannon's the one that's in charge. Are today. Um, hey, well, uh, who, let me ask you, did you vote at all? Um, yeah, I voted for Trump. Hey, that's good. Well, why aren't you paying attention? Um, because I, I don't have cable, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm like sending out Dave CD, you know, I'm working on the cleansing regimen, and then I, I just, I don't, you know, I need to go on YouTube and get the latest news. But, let me uh, ask you, let me ask you, are you the guy, are you the guy that has a lot of videos? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you, you, you do, you're the guy that says you need at the end of every, almost, almost like Garth. What do I say? You need, you know, you know. Oh, you know. Point? Oh, somebody was making I'm not fun making of me. fun of you. I'm not making fun of you. It's just that it sounds so much like Garth. Right, uh, Garth? People, yeah, people in, um, people in high school actually made fun of me because I look kind of like Dana Carvey, and they, they said, <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah, I, I do because it, you know, <laughs> this, this is, um, I try and, I'm trying to connect and, and uh, not be uh, not be like ordering people to do stuff. Uh, some suggestions and some things like this cleansing regimen. I tell TIs, you need to do this. You need to do. This. But um, you know, I'm trying. To, 
I'm self-aware of how to see some of this stuff now. Uh, are you are you asking me a question? No, no, I'm not asking you a question. I'm just I'm just saying that's probably why I say it a lot. It's it's like a subconscious. Uh, well, it's a subconscious response. It's a it's a, and in some people, I'm not saying you. It's a nervous response or a, a sign of uh, not being sure. You're asking them, uh, are you good with that? Well, you know, no, you know, you know. It, it, <laughs> It's really, um, I think it's just a response to non-TIs. I want to make the videos for non-TIs to understand, too. So, um, you know, and, and I think that Dr. does the same thing. She'll say, uh, understand, uh, understand. Right. Um, and it, it, it's, it's kind of, it is. It really is a subconscious response to, uh, to being self-aware about how a non-TI would look at some of this information. So yes. I'm a little bit unconfident about how they would receive it. Um, right. You know, and I, you know, I just did it again. I keep doing it. I'm going to be... Well, I see, you know what? And it's also, excuse me, channeled. You are programmed for it. Uh, you may not realize it, but it sounds a lot like you are. You're, you're, they, they have... Well, all of us are. Yeah, All of us are programmed to specifics of theirs. Oh, God. I have a lot of remote neural manipulation, too. So, um... So, no. I'll shit right in your mouth. See you again. I'll hold your yeah, mouth. Uh, shit right in. That's another trophy. More trophies, man. This is great. Oh, another trophy. That when one you, was a 10 pointer. All right. Slam dunk air. Nothing but air. <laughs> All right. Slam dunk 10 pointer. <laughs> I got my deer. That's I've been deer. Uh, we're, we're all deer hunters, man. We tell, every time they open their trap like that, it's another deer in our pocket. Yeah, I was saying we got to pull, pull their arms in when they do stuff like that. You know? Oh, hell yeah. And I, now I'm really aware of it. I've got to stop that. You know a lot. You're right. You need. Like, you need. It's so yeah. valley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, <laughs> and, valley. Well, it is like, you get hit. Um, I get hit in the face and the jaw a lot by by the directed energy weapons. So oh, I, I do. I do. Yeah, and, and then, you know the slurs when when you start slurring like Robert Duncan, mm-hmm. that's all uh, electronic attack. Uh, it, it's after effects and symptoms of electronic attack. And when yeah. you see somebody for that you went to a high school reunion and you haven't seen them in years, years, years you, you hear it and you, they're slurring their words. I sometimes do, and, and uh, comes you come, the, bubble bastard. Yummy, yummy. Take it deep throat. Yeah. Mmm. Deep throat. Is that your name, man? Uh, speak up again. It tickles. And he's not recording. Inappropriate. Oh, uh, that's not inappropriate. They're doing it to us. You don't Trump's, have their love. Huh? You don't have to get to their level. Oh, well, the tit for tat. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe. I'm sorry, group. 
I'm hey. just the way I am. That's okay. Hey, we yeah. I, I kind of agree with you. It's like kind of give it back to him. But yeah. uh, let you know, we, you're, she's right, too. We can't, we can't go let down. Let me say this. Let me say this. What goes around comes around. And it's oh, you're sorry, Oh. Another trophy. Another trophy. Uh, that one only had two points. A little weenie deer. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I, it's just, it's just who I am, I guess. No, that's all, that's okay. And you're right, though. It's exciting times, um, you know, for us. We're coming forward, and we're you have we're doing a question, it. though. I, I'd like to know if anybody on the group has um, written any letters as to how these um, instigators or provokers. <laughs> Attempted to get good and decent Americans to become radicalized, um, radicalized, radicalized, because yeah. in doing so, they are doing what's called um, provoking speech and gestures. Uh, yeah. Because that would put them in the position of terrorists or attempting to recruit to undermine the United States government. You know, when when you have somebody that's using an electronic device that's regulated through the FCC and they go into the stalking and they they have forces of, in some cases, and in my case, I used to go down to Salado to our second home very regularly, and I had a schedule, and they would get their people together. And I'm not, I'm not just saying this lightly. Check this out. As far as the eye could see ahead of me, in my rearview mirror, and on the opposing side of the freeway, black pickup trucks and other trucks, and they were almost all of them new. And I and I get that, but the the point I'm trying to make is that while individuals, the FCC, on a minute, yeah, go ahead. While individuals are being subjected to this individually, when we are having uh, a conference call in which no uh-huh. one is attempting to advocate for any violence, they're actually trying to help each other. Um, de-escalate, try to figure out what's going on. There's nothing illegal about this kind of discussion. What is illegal is their behavior that interrupts this, and they're trying to provoke and push people over the edge. Now, there's not just one of us listening to this. There's multiple. So you have collaboration from each other on these phone calls. Oh, absolutely. And, And that can be documented by everybody on the same phone call. The yes. FCC, if you give a if you give a phone call to the proper de- uh, departments, and you have a court order to pull the information up by a judge, uh, he signs he or she signs off on it. They have to. They they're, they have to call up that mind. information. They have to. 
They have to what? Fuck you, Mark. They have to pull up the information that the FCC has. And then the FCC turns that over to the court. And then these guys are going to go to prison for a while. For who we? I want to be here. Uh, I wouldn't want to be you, man. Mark, you fat fuck. <laughs> Those are uh, recorded. They've, they've been used, and they just push a button. And it's automatic. What I was talking a little bit like V2K because they do recorded stuff off a soundboard and the guy. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're just pushing buttons off of a computer uh, screen there, you know. Could be something in his fiber on the shoulder of the highway doing all this. We don't know where they are. They're cowards. They they can't help it. They're cowards. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. Exactly right. Right, but one of the things I'm suggesting is that when you have these coordinated conference calls, because I'm sure that CEOs and other organizations that are legitimate are not having to deal with these issues. And the idea is is that whether or not this organization is attempting to not just stop these abuses, but also long-term set up to set up your own company where you could also where you could also be generating um, some type of funds to help other survivors not have to go through this crap. You see what I'm saying? Right. This is- I'm not a fucking coward who might be on the fascist fucking premise premonitions of a tiny cat star. No! Nothing but air. Nothing but air. And that was from half court, dude. Okay, but again, the point being is that you can actually collaborate this stuff given all the different people on this. You begin writing and taking notes when we're going through discussions of these things. Because if you're trying to even potentially set up a business to help other other targeted individuals, yeah. then you are being interfered with in a commerce mode. And it's all about capitalism, isn't it? So this is another business potential. Now, granted, most people in this group don't want to make lots of money off of another TI. But if you can help de-escalate them from losing it, and still make and grow this organization, and they are then interfering in the potential of commerce in this country. And you know, the, all of this that, that we're hearing tonight uh, with all their profanity and manipulating and, and screaming and yelling and temper fits and, and what, are the, what do they call it uh, when a little kid? Uh, not a tantrum, but a conniption. And uh, throwing themselves on the floor and turning green and purple and blue and red and blue and purple and green, and kicking their legs and doing snow angels on the in the vomit and all that. What's going on with all that? It's being recorded and it's going into our archive. 
Right. Our, our, our archive has you on record, dude. You're yeah. cutting your own throats with your own knives. The thing you have to also understand about the archives is they can erase anything they want because they have access to it. So oh, well, you do it, but make copies, sweetheart, every night. Get that copy, just push a couple of buttons and spit out some, some copies. Don't, don't be stupid. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not calling you stupid. Don't be. Excuse me? Ella, are you on? Uh, I, I'm, I've taken over for Ella. She had to go. Um, but this is Kyle, so I'm, uh, I'm co-moderating. Okay. Hey, Kyle. Huh. Do you agree? Do you agree that we need copies made every night? Yeah. As it's because... being recorded. As it's being recorded, another copy is on the burn. Well, yeah, I do, and I do some conference calls, and we we got some heavy burping. And another TI made that suggestion. She wanted the the copy of the call, um, you know, so that could be put in as evidence. Because a lot of these these aren't a lot of these guys aren't trolls. They're not some people who don't they're involved. In yeah, yeah, it's very very good evidence because. They actually say things like on my calls that are personal to my V2K and stuff like that. So it can't just be random people. Uh, you, uh, did I hear you what, correctly? Did I hear you, Kyle, correctly that uh, these are already being burned? Well, yeah, I, I take, I, I record, uh, you know, my talk she calls onto my computer. And. Yeah, and I'm, you know, is it synthetic or hard drive, a disc, a DVD? What is it? Well, well don't say. Don't say. You don't have to say. Well, you know, you don't have to report. You don't have to repeat it. Yeah, I mean, just, I just, have, just as long as it's, it's a record and it's copied, and we have evidence for the court. That's all we you need. You rich dick, motherfucker! You're going to a FEMA camp, man. I, I hate to say it, maybe even Fort Hood, where the gear teams are waiting for you. Well, you know, it's like, you know, uh, chemtrails are getting all this poison and everybody. These people are spraying it into the sky, and some of these guys um, who actually do chemtrails report it that they're getting Alzheimer's, they're getting problems with their joints, you know. Oh, all yeah. So, I mean, it's all these, electronic. Yeah. Well, these people who are who are doing all this and poisoning us and microwaving us, they know yes. that they're, they're psychos. Like, they're psychos who don't care. Well, I've been proving it tonight. Every night I've been getting on, uh, the nights that I have been on, they do this because I have a mouth on me. And I fight yeah. back, and I'm, not, I'm very much a fighter. I well, have a good fight. Huh? What happened is Ella has the interview, and she has everybody muted. So these people are doing it off the board. They don't want us to really know that. They're kind of trying to hide that fact. Um, uh, and then once the board opens up, they start doing this kind of stuff because then it's like we kind of question, is it somebody that, that we unmuted? But it's it's right. off the board. You know, they're coming in off the board because I, I change my settings to mute people when they come in, and I have not had me per person I still think if you ignore them that they will have less effect on everybody and everything. 
Just ignore them and keep talking. If they have so much space in your mind, then they've got you hooked. Ignore them. Yeah, Yeah. If you you can kind of fight back or say something funny, though, and not not really care, then it's... uh, uh, that's healthy. The person, the person really isn't there. there. To begin with, it's a recording, so they're not listening anyway. Luda, that's uh, uh you, you, you is, is off is the gamble. Really, really the guy. The guy. It, 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 it's a, hey, Kyle. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. When they do the thick, heavy echoing like they're doing right now, Turn the earpiece away from your ear and continue talking. And don't and listen, listen forward, 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 you know, you know like, like, don't listen, listen forward, 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 we're all children of God. We need to we need to like focus in on each other's needs, not take them away. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. Be giving, be giving, be loving, and understanding. But I'm I'm telling you guys, you're cutting your own throats. You're making your own uh, gallows. They don't care, you know. They don't. I mean, I, yeah, they don't. They don't care. We have to like with these these. We have to kind of reason. Remember what I said. Turn turn the earpiece away and just keep talking, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have right. I have on, on speaker. speaker. I just you know I can I can yeah. ignore dealt with so much of it. You know my calls. So, so I'm fine. I think that uh, I think we can cut it down by doing certain settings. You know, on our conference calls, there um, are settings that you can cut it out with. Yeah, because if you make it so that everybody who comes in is muted, um, they'll come in off the board muted, and they can't unmute themselves. Right, like if you right. Make it so that when when come in, come in they're they're muted. muted. People come on, come on. They're on. They're on. Hey, 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 California. Huh? Who is that from California? Uh, I'm not sure. Who's from California? I, I used to not me. On the, on the show from somebody from California. Oh, uh, that was private investigator. Um, I Ooh. don't remember. No, right now I've been watching the board. It's just been going on. And Oregon and California are the only two that uh, are unknowns on, on the board that I see. So, yeah, but it's 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 not even it doesn't show up on the board. It's somebody who you don't see physically on there. Like oh, so really? they're not Yeah, they're hey, Dwight. Dwight. Yeah. I've got a question about your magnets. Yeah. And uh the the magnets do they have the super uh, uh real real Strong, Strong magnets, magnets that have, that have, have uh, beetle holes through them. Did you hear that? Hold on a minute. Try it again. Do you have beetles that are super strong for putting putting necklaces together? 
Okay, I heard something about a necklace and a bracelet, but no, I use a large block neodymium magnet. You can get a block of steel. Yeah, no, I understand that. What I'm saying, I'm asking you, do are there beads that are powerful? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, are they what? That's okay, B. Uh, Dwight. Yeah, you're. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds, yeah, it, sounds, it, it just really sounds like you might be one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, he hits you every time you say something, and I just... Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I just get a, a, a neodymium flat block magnet. You want it uh, flat with the poles on the flat side. You don't uh, have beads, right? Huh? They don't make beads that are real strong, right? No, no. You want you want to you want to oh, aim, the, the aim the galls. You want to uh-huh. aim the galls in toward your body. The galls, yeah. So you want to well, plant. you know, a three hundred pound magnet—they're dangerous, man. You get a piece of metal in between that dangerous three hundred pound pole a magnet—it just took a piece of you. Man, I'm dangerous, right man. Now with a seven hundred pound one. I'm You're laying on top of one, huh? You're laying on top of one. Well, I got it here beside me on the bed. I use it every night. Every night, seven hundred pounds. 700 pounds. How do you keep it from, uh, you know, if a piece of metal ever did get close to you, a spoon or something, it's going to take a piece of you. I'm in my bedroom. I'm not in the metal shop. Well, you know, I know. I know that. But this metal could come from a clock or... No, you just can't get nothing within three feet of it. That's for sure. The bed springs will eat eat, eat right fight through. Yeah, I got a bone mattress. <laughs> How many people don't know that? But no, I had a spring mattress before I had the uh, with the five hundred pound full force magnet. Now, man, uh-huh. it, you only the problem is you only need one magnet. Yeah. You know, with one magnet, it's not dangerous. You put it in your bag. You don't carry it around with you. Dude, anything metallic, anything metallic is going to slam together on on the metal to that magnet, and it's going to take a piece of you. No, it's not. I got metal all around my bedroom. I've seen some very very powerful magnets that were two fifty, and they'll 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 break breakers. Yeah, they're dangerous. That's why you only get one. If you only have one, there's no danger. Uh, no, there is danger. There is there's danger. It's a tool. Thank you. Wisely. Get between the middle of the magnet and you're in trouble. trouble. All right, don't do that then. <laughs> I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. I wouldn't want to do that, and I don't think a T.I. that's being being too too dirt understands. I'm trying to scare everybody. Man, huh? you're throwing scare into the air. You're like a, somebody that doesn't believe in science. Hey, it sounds more and more, Dwight, like you are. Like what? Like what? What are you talking about, idiot? Uh, it's all right. 
My hand's trying to scare everybody. This is a simple tool, and it works. If you want to get rid of the physical pain and the uh, attacks, this is the only thing that I've found that gets rid of them. Yeah. Sure, there's a danger in it. There's a danger if you buy two of them. <laughs> Use them for hockey puck. <laughs> that would be fun to watch. Yeah. Pull the pull the right out of the But no, you act like the darn silverware is going to come out of the kitchen drawer and come down the hall and fly at me. Flying, Bucks Bunny was running me. Most money. We have no food. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of ha- things happen after the when the Super Bowl airs. What kind of weird stuff's going to come out of that? Oh my God! I, I'm I'm waiting for for a jumbo jet to fly I'm sorry, you're sorry. echoing. During the game. Jumbo jet. I, was wa- I only watch them for the, the commercials. They're not, oh, that's fun to watch. It, the, the commercials in the halftime. But why they have it down in Houston, Houston I, don't, I don't know. Who gets to use that? I like, I, like that. That. I like the one in the zoo when the monkeys uh, escape. I didn't see that one. Oh, golly, it's hilarious. The, they're Anything new with animals, I'm there. <laughs> the zoo animals are trying to get out of the zoo. zoo. And they make they a catapult. But the... Oh, I, I think they're baboons. And, and uh, he, strikes he strikes a high, high sea. sea. Kind of like the animals we're tickling with right now. They're like monkeys. Yeah. They gotta imitate everything and play these little games. But they don't have really half of a brain. (laughs) We should send them up in space. Send them to Mars. Man, they've been came trailing over here in this area. Uh We've been chemtrail free. Our chemtrailing over here has been free for two and a half, three weeks maybe. A long time. North North Pacific or where are you What's at? That? East Coast. Where am Coast. I? Where yeah, uh, over, over in Hawthorne City. Hawthorne City. City. Which way? What's that? Texas. Texas. Then, 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 in the uh-huh. Indian, your, your words, words, it makes it, 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 it's it's 
Can you so mute? we can understand it. Can you mute, can you mute us and start us again? Because this echo is getting insanely annoying. Yeah, that doesn't uh, work. Like, I mean, I can try. I can do it again. But um, it, they're off the board. I'll mute myself. I'll mute myself. Okay. Star six, okay. right? Okay, yep. All right. Yeah. Okay, I'm do it right now. Hey, I'm going to try it again, guys. We'll see. All right, y'all, press star eight. When I'm star eight. All right. Yeah, star eight to talk. Okay, California, and then another California. And yeah, then, that's me. Hey, Amy. Hey, I'm the warrior. Huh? I said that's my name now. And the warrior. And the warrior. A M. And the warrior. M the warrior. Nice. M. What's M? Or A M. Oh, A M. Instead A M Y A. Instead A M Y A M. A M. And the warrior for us. Cool. Cool. Yeah, you're doing some really good work. It's some good well, happen. everybody is. I mean, we all have a part to play. It's spiritual, it's technical, uh, it's military, and we got to approach it from all levels. It's not just one thing. You're right. You're right. We have to come at this from every angle. That's uh, right. And we're gonna we're gonna break through the wall. You know. That's right. We're, we're, we're having breaks already. already. Oh, little, 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 um, winning the winning war. The, what do you want to call it? Um, little surprising little bit, bit, victories. victories. Yeah, yeah. We're victors, not victims. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 I think swarm them, you know, with, uh, you yeah, know, we're you're doing good. Class. You're doing good and just, you know, uh, keep up that tenacity and that warrior spirit that uh, keep your heart open too but you know know that we are not doormats here Kyle yeah yeah uh, how is the lawsuit going um the, well Spencer's doing one and then Dr. Horton's putting together one um, and then Annie Caspar was saying that she was going to round up some lawyers, so it's it's kind of it's just getting started. Yeah. Uh, now, now answer me this: Are any of uh, Steve Barton's people being uh, told about it? And uh, are we talking to any of his people, uh, Breitbart, Andrew Breitbart's friend, that is Trump's lead top executive advisor? He has a, a army, army of people, of people listening, listening and, and answering, answering phones. phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to. We need to contact. I don't think anybody. Well, should. We should have been doing that from the get-go, from the uh, day Trump got in. We were sending, uh, there was a letter-writing campaign to Trump, um, not to be Not like, Trump. Don't, don't write directly to Trump. You, that, that's what was happening. But, Steve but, Bannon. Yeah. Steve Bannon. Well, I'm testing Steve, Steve Bannon to Donald Trump. Okay. Well, we need yeah. to. We need to yeah. start. Attention, Steve Bannon, to Donald Trump through and and get this message to Donald Trump and send uh, 
send whatever you can. It'll get ambushed, of course. They'll seize it. Hand delivered would be extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not. We're sitting on our hands, man. So we are not. I, I have time. I, if I if, if I, 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 I need to make it, make it up, there, up there, and I and had a head head and, and one for, for the for the rear, rear. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll hand deliver it. I'll yeah, hand yeah. deliver it. Frank is uh, going to do uh, a protest and some activism, you know, very soon in Washington. So he's in Washington. That. Yeah, in Washington, and we, we in can't let him in the spring. Yeah, I mean, we can do. We need to work on stuff in between. You know, any in kind between, of- right? That's right. Now let me let me say this, and, and while it's on my mind, you know the field markers for sports. Yeah. Kyle, I think oh, it's wow. coming from California. Sometimes I get noise from a California. It, um, it's off the board. Uh, it is for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's off the board. It's, uh, I've had that on my calls, and it's been me. They just they just flew over, but uh, the you know the field markers for football games and high schools and all that. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It, if there is a dead, empty parking lot somewhere where black asphalt in. I didn't, I didn't hear. I didn't get that. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're they're really uh, doing the echo on you. Oh yeah. I've had that on my calls where it's like everything I say. They're echoing. Now check it out, man. Yeah. Field yeah. marker. So everybody, everybody did you hear, take did that. Did you hear that? Because Breitbart was working on a lot of, um, you know, getting him for, getting the truth out. You know, Breitbart and his uh, and his group um, were really all about, you know, getting the truth out. They're conservative, um, and they they were not about this socialist stuff. You know, this this collective uh, gang stalking. So I mean, Steve Bannon, let's all take that name down. And let's uh, you know start sending him emails and letters. Maybe he's on Twitter like Trump. So we can yeah, start that's hitting. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean we hit Trump on on Twitter and and letter writing, and so so people are just you know we're we're just flying at them. We're swarming them in every kind of angle that we can. You know, a field marker to do sky messaging, sky messages. In a parking lot. Did you hear me that time? Uh, like a, a field marker, um, a, like field marker in in um, in parking lots is what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not, a football game. I get that. I get that. So uh, what? So what? Powder. What are, it's a powder. It comes out of this sheet, a bag of, of calcite, white calcite, calcite on, on a, 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 a parking lot. lot. 
Okay. okay. On, on calcite, write sky messages. Oh. Sky message. Sky message. A sky message to Steve Bannon. The planes and, and, and passengers that are flying. I'm getting jet lighters flying around Yeah, I got. I believe this, got dude. I've got a sky message in my backyard. They're hearing me right now. With probably everything you got right on yeah, no, I, I see what you're Can saying. Can you hear it? It's like, the like, S- S- like you do with rocks in the sand if you were stranded on a deserted island. Sure. A sky yeah, message. Yeah. I got it. I got, I got it. it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. Uh, personally, you, that may make us look a little bit... Um, no, it wouldn't. I, I, no, it wouldn't. I don't know. I think Not we can do that. Hey, Dwight. Hey, Dwight. Yeah. More and more, buddy. Oh, buddy. Yes. Kyle? Mm-hmm? Yes, Kyle. I'm calling because this echoing on Dwight's line is really disturbing. I'd love to hear what he has to say, but you can't hear a word of it. Right. That's that's not actually Dwight speaking. Um, but the thing is that the echoing is coming from off the board. So I mute the room and then unmute it, and it's still there because the people who are doing that are totally off the board, where you can't see. They're not like it's not like uh, California or Oregon or anything like that. They're completely where you can't see it off the board. Yeah, so, I don't understand how all the technology works, Dwight. Right. Um, but maybe Dwight's line is being piggybacked by some really evil people. He's got some really good stuff to say, but I can't understand a word of it. Right, that's not you know, Dwight. Just, you know, I think, Kyle, that it's not mm-hmm. that big of a mystery of who's doing it because the, the person, in all likelihood, it he has identified himself, his name and location, at least twice on these calls. He's in Texas and Sumaya got his entire oh, name. It is, it is the mad Mr. Morris in Southeast It's not always him, though. Um, it, it's also their perps that come in off the board and do a soundboard, because I've had it on some of my calls. You know, when I've had everybody muted except me, um, they will still they will still be able to do stuff. So it's like I'm unmuted, and then everybody's muted, and it's not coming from my line because I've been muted and heard it too. Um, so it is actually someone all completely off the board where you can't see it. I've done so many calls, um, moderated so many calls. It is actually someone off the board, but there is a there is a setting in TalkShoe where everybody that comes in will be muted. And then you can unmute them as a moderator. That seems to work because the people off of the board come in muted and they can't unmute themselves. See, when they come in, when they come in unmuted and you mute the room, they can somehow unmute themselves. And it is. Uh, I'm sure that's all true, and I, I accept that. But nonetheless, this guy has a certain style, and it's uh, readily identifiable. And it is, uh, uh, you know, who he identified himself as. Uh, 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 something uh, Morris, Southeast Texas. A Todd Morris from Southeast Texas. Could have been. I, yeah, I've heard. Uh huh. 
I've I've heard him like that he's on the board. Like he's southeast Texas, and he'll come in and say stuff. I've heard him, and then this guy. I think this guy is different, Linda. Um, because now, he, who, are y'all t- who are y'all talking about, Linda? Hey, are you there, Linda. Yeah, that's me. Oh, we're talking about the guy who's been interrupting the calls. Yeah, uh, with the comments and the profanity. Well, that and and everything. Uh, yeah. I, I think it is the one person that he 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 does typical kind of stuff. If he's got a lot of electronics and. Uh, I'm not going to name names. Uh, uh, there is someone that we know that uh, we, I think, I don't know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, kind of backwood. Yeah, he's that kind of backwood. I don't know. Backwood. Yeah, kind of. Almost from underneath a log. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but uh, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, these people are their jerks. He could be doing it. I, I'm, I'm just it's a wild guess, but whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I, they just the thing is that they say stuff for my personal V2K sometimes, so I think it is actual perps. Um, hey, you know the perps, the perps infiltrate and uh, Adolf Hitler, his two side guys. Uh, they weren't his top top dogs, but but they were they were opposition and uh, the Valkyrie. Freeman. The movie Valkyrie. You remember? Yeah. Well, it, it took a lot of inside information to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wolf, the wolf uh, lair. Yeah, the wolf, the wolf lair. lair. The yeah, wolf I lair of like, Hitler. I feel like we're like that. We're like Tom Cruise and those people gathering together. Well, you know, and they're throwing feathers at us, but... but uh, you know, you get infiltrated, and they they turn out to be your friend, and they're your friend forever, and they they'll die for you and stuff like that. Bullshit. Excuse me, I'm a I'm a Christian, and I'm talking like that. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> they're they're like no, it's uh, not okay. It's it's oh. not the thing to be doing, but uh, I, I apologize. I digress. <laughs> I, I, I digress. I apologize. But, but, you know, we get infiltrated, and, and they throw a can at us, and right now they're throwing feathers. Mm-hmm. I just think you're right. I think that they're scared, you know, when there's all that's important. But it's, uh, it's, it's terrible because, you know, we are people experiencing extreme violence. Dude. We're just trying to get together as a group and come up with solutions so that we can have justice and free, 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 free. These people are actually adding to that, um, they're adding to that harassment and torture, you know, um, so they're just, yeah. oh, and we we do need to stop it. You know, my calls, I just did that setting, and it seems to work, um, but but I have a small call, so, you know, they may have waited, have waited for Ella to do the interview, and then since it's a big call, and it's a lot of us together, and we can spread a lot of information, you know, they really Kyle, need I thought to you're... I thought you were going to do a Wednesday night call. Kyle, I yeah. thought you were going to do a Wednesday night call. 
Yeah, I'm just helping Ella out. Um, she had to run, so we're just extending the call. Like we'll extend yeah, but on Wednesday night, can you set up a talk show and do a Wednesday night call? I wish you would. Then we could talk to each other on Wednesday nights. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. I, don't I, I was wondering something. about that myself. I'm gonna I don't want to hear day. some stupid speaker every other day in the week. And if so, one hour or 30 <laughs> minutes of it is enough. But nobody yeah, talks to anybody. Nobody can get together. To nobody. Wait a minute. Nobody gets together and talks anymore. We've lost everybody. Lord, you know, Alex. Back. I agree. Huh? Uh, can I tell you all? Okay, so on Monday, I'm going to be doing 5 p.m. Central to 8 p.m. Central. So that's... Uh, but why? Why are you doing that on Mondays? Derek has a nice call on Monday. Why are you doing something before his call on Monday? I think that's harassment. And last Saturday she did Alice, from 7 to Alice, 9. And wait a minute. Last Saturday call. she did a call from Alice. 7 to 9 before Derek's call. I think that's Alice. mean and ugly. Alice, Mike always no. had a call before Derek, and there was no problem. Carrie's Alice, taking it over. I when did he have How dare you come on my call and say that kind of crap? How dare you? I am going to tell you How crap dare because you? I'm sick of hearing stupid speakers for two or three You know what? Hey, I get so Alice. many compliments about my speakers. Okay. How dare she's you, Alice? How dare you talk to me like that, too? Who do you That's think right. you are? She's you don't like a call, then don't call up. If you don't like the and call, what's happening? Then you shouldn't call up. In this case, and like participate. You own the place forever and everybody. Why don't God, you start your own call, Alice? Can I say something, guys? Okay, what we're going to do and what I want to see as a PI, I want to see a block of calls every day. So I'm going to do my call before Derek. I'm not going to go into his call. But right. I'm just going to be Why? before. I'm going to be before so that people can have two calls, and then, you know, Ken's going to do a late-night call, so we'll have a big block of calls. We'll have my little call on Monday, and then Derek's big call, and then Ken's after call, and then on Tuesday, you know, we're going to have Ella's call, and then maybe a, a late-night call, and then Wednesday, we're going to have a block of calls, my call, Sue's call, Sue's call, and then Ken's what, call. What time is your call going to be on Wednesday? It's going to be fi- it's going to be 5 p.m. Central, so it's going to be 3 p.m. Pacific time and 6 uh, Eastern time. So what we're going to try and do, and and you know what, you know what, what people want to do for their calls, their calls so effective. When they're when they're interviewed, interviewed, we look professional, and people want to hear about it. And these 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 speakers are very good for us. Sue's call is very specific. It's spiritual. So it's it. Some people don't like it, but but you know it's their calls. You know. If you want to do a call and make it about talking, and my calls are going to be open, and we're just going to do whatever. So I'm I'm going to add my calls in so that we can have specific calls with specific speakers, but we'll also have calls. Yeah, but we don't need a call. Derek does a big call on Monday and Saturday, so we don't. And we, we appreciate the one thing Derek as well, because a lot of us can't do a big call on Monday and Saturday. And I don't think people go listen from 5 to 12 at night. I mean, I don't know whatever they want. I don't care. I'm just we thinking enjoy the call before Derek, Derek does can, a can call on Monday like, and Saturday, then Alan, maybe we could just Alan, listen. We enjoy the call. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me go. Virginia, 
Virginia, Mike. You've had your time already, for God's sake. Monday from 5. Mike is at a call on Monday from 5. We don't need to call on Monday from 5 to 7. We We're going to have one, so forget it. It's already planned. And we look seven. forward That's to it. Probably, probably all the people. Right. Right. Mike, 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 well, we, we're just going to do a block of calls for the TIs who maybe can't get to Derek's call. Can do but not call. before Derek's call because I have had a chance to meet him. Okay, listen, I want to say something. I want to say something. I want to uh, let say, me speak. Will you mute her for a second, please? Yeah. It's my call, even though I'm like just too sick to actually run my call right now. Um, I had that call on Saturday when Derek didn't even have a Saturday call, okay? I had that activism call because Shelly didn't come back, and there was a need for that, and people wanted to have something on Saturday. So I started an activism call on Saturday that ran longer because there was not another Saturday night call. He started that Saturday call after talking with him, you know, in agreement that he would have the later part of the night. That was agreed between the two of us. I was So my point is, I had that before. Before he had that Saturday call again, again, just so, just you, so know. you know, I agree with you. With you. Okay. Thank yes. you. Yes. And we and want we the Monday before Derek as well. Yeah, I think there's no such thing as having too many calls. People, people need support. support. And if you and don't, don't like them, like you, you don't call. call. It's simple. That's right. You don't need to be rude on a person's no, call. No, please. please. You get rude every time you want to talk. You don't let anybody talk back to you. That's not true. I, talk, I told you, you off one night, and I gave you the opportunity. That's, that's not, not true. true. If I can't see you, I can't unmute you because I get knocked off a lot. Oh, and the oh, one time I called, listen to me, Alex, the one that. night, okay, fine. I never, I can't see. They, people come in on the call and can't even see who's on the board. Do you think I can see everybody on the board? No. And when we get knocked off and the board refills, it's very slow. And the one time I called you out, I gave you an opportunity to talk back, but you hung up instead. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't believe that. I don't remember it. It might have fallen asleep. Sleep. Well, I'm sure other people remember it. My point well, is, I, I gave you an option to to respond to what I had to say. Well, I may have been asleep. I don't, I don't remember, remember it. I'd like to say something, Paula. I really appreciate what you've contributed to this group. I've been listening for years, and we talk back and forth, and it goes pretty much nowhere. And I believe uh-huh. you've been bringing people oh, on. I don't know who that is. Free will. Yes. Yes. They're teaching, they're articulate, mm-hmm. and, they, and they swell for what they're, you know, for what they're espousing at the time. Thank you for doing it. Call me well, thank, thank, thank you, Lonnie. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Lonnie. Can anybody hear me? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm 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 going to get get echoed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll call if you need it to have an inter- interview professional with uh they're they're professional they're so professional, and we need. We also need calls that are grab bag, where we talk about, you know, where people just come in and they can talk grab about everything. Yes. We need Star a call before Derek. Monday or Saturday. Oh, sorry. Uh, mute us. Mm, 
I'm not. I, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'm sorry. Well, and uh, what's your name? Mark. I just Mark. You know what I I'm going to do? Mark. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to experiment on something here, and, and uh, I'm going to make some noise. noise. I'm going to make some noise. I'm going to make some noise. Noise. Maybe maybe uh, call it, call in again, and I'll unmute you right when you get in. It is All it right. is just. I think they're just doing it to you because you're responding to them, like, and they're doing it to to me because I'm responding to them. But if you just well, I'm uh, not responding to them. I'm fighting back. Don't say these man-made words, word, man. I know. I know. Just I'm not going to say fight back. But stand up and hey, stick Kyle, your chest out and fire. Ignore them. Go tell them how to talk. Well, a perp! Yay! We got perps. Dozens of perps tonight. Just ignore them. You're wrecking the call. Who's falling right into their their? And I wasn't calling them. Calling you out because I wasn't calling too. But usually, somebody who who is um you know willing to play with them. Hey, stop, guys. Are you talking, kids? No, my kids got all crazy. Sorry about that. We sure are. We're sorry. Yeah, even our animals and our kids feel it too. Huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're gonna get upset, guys. You know, because we're gonna have. There's gonna be negative. Um, you know, from perps, and we just have to learn to. Yeah. And to calm ourselves and just to talk about things rationally, and we've got to practice right. because we're going to have a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mark, I'm, I'm not wrong at all. Well, you know? to do a call on Monday and Saturday right before dark, I think is unkind. Mike, mm-hmm. well, I hate to break the call, you, Alice. Mike I mean, then don't participate, Alice. For a long time. Don't call in. Don't call Linda, Linda wanted to say something. Go ahead. 